Hello and welcome to episode 452 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. My name is Vince Hunt and joining me as always is the creator of the comic series Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And the audio listeners aren't going to get this, but he looks like a rugby fan this week. But is he? Let's find out if by asking Tony Esmond. Hello. I used to play quite a lot of rugby at quite a good standard. Oh, really? excellent. Yeah. yeah. And then when I, I thought, oh, when I um, started working, I thought I'll join the team that my the big company I worked for had. Yeah. And I went down there all fucking enthusiastic, you know, and all they wanted to do was stick pickle gherkins up each other's asses and drink pints of vomit and stuff. You know what rugby players are like? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll leave this. Grim. So I haven't played since, to be fair. But I used to like right. playing rugby, yeah. You look yeah. like someone who loves a good scrummage. Yeah. I like to be in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Oh, were you a hooker? Yeah, it was. <laughs> thought so. Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> it is a um, get the theme tune ready because it's a Three Amigos show this week. Yes, um, yes it's just uh, Vince, Tony and Dan here to put the world to rights in terms of comics. We've got a couple of uh, fun topics to talk about. Fun topics. Week. We've um, got a great drawing from Cole Henley on the Slack uh, as us oh, as the Three Amigos. Yeah, yeah. Early shout yeah. out there. Cole Henley, thank you. Top, very he's very coming much. up later. He's coming up later yeah. in the shout-outs for another reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got um, sort of plenty of great recommendations, as always. Um, it's going to be weird. We've had a, f- a few guests on, you know, so normally we have a quick beginning, don't we? Yeah. But this week we, we've got... There was a sort of excited energy about us previously yeah. with some of the guests, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Man, <laughs> last week's was fucking amazing. Yeah. I just... And uh, thank you to everyone that obviously listened and... Uh, you know, spread the word about the show. Yeah. Um, do do that, guys. Yeah, Don't retweets are really appreciated. And yeah, yeah, do spread the word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we worked hard on last week's one, actually. You know, and some nice comments from people I respect as well, too, saying it went okay, it went yeah. well. You yeah. know, few. We didn't yeah. say boobs too many times. <laughs> well, well, this uh, week... Chuck Norris but... joke went down okay. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so this week, the quality is going to drop tremendously. Fucking yes. terrible now. It's going to be awful, awful. now. Awful now, but you know what isn't awful? Do you know what's actually the opposite of awful? That's our amazing sponsor, Global Comics. Global Comics. Yes, it's the the place to go for digital comics. There's a huge library of titles available to read on the on the Global Comics app, from thousands of indie creators to hundreds of publishers like Image, Boom, Tokyo Pop, TKO Studios, Sourcepoint Press, Humanoids, to name but a few. There's loads, and like I'm. I'm constantly surprised at how many different publishers and creators are on there and the catalogue is still growing all the time chaps have you got any highlights you want to talk about this week yeah i thought i might mention uh ribbon queen which garth talked about last week which the last issue comes out i believe this wednesday if people are listening on the day release um but all of the issues up to that one are on the app and i suspect that the other one will drop as soon as it gets released so i've added that to my library actually that's like yeah. a day date release, um, which is pretty good. And the art on that is by Jason Burrows, who's that old av- avatar regular, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he did Scars original, original, with Oran Allison. The original crossed artist. That might, might, I think might, he was, yeah, mate. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Read that one. What about you, D? The Spice Must Flow. We've got uh, June <laughs> June Part 2 is dropping the end of this week. Uh, yeah, we're very excited. And there's a whole bunch of June books from uh, Boom Studios on uh, global comics i've not read them all but the ones i have read i've really enjoyed so you can go check that out i always thought calling when he says no call me by the name of the the, sh- the small shadow in the second moon and it was yeah you know that you know what that name is don't you dan my deep i uh, know usul 
Oh, uh, Usul, yes. Yeah. Sorry. It always sounded a bit like Arsenal to me. I Usul. don't know why. Usul. Yeah. A lot of things sound like Arsenal to you. Yeah, mostly people on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also. <laughs> I'd always say, call me Paul Moadib. Oh, they'll never get that then. They're looking for Paul the Tradies. Your Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That for wrong, I know that wrong is. Wrong Paul. Yeah. He's got um, blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I think that's a, a you know, those sort of uh, sort of adaptions and things like that. I think, I think we need to delve into that again. Especially. Yeah. I mean, not me personally, but I know how close June is to you, to the hearts of yeah. both it's, of you. I, I would, for me and Dan, I would literally describe it as a full religion for us. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. actually believe in it, like people believe in Christianity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I want to explore that over an episode. Um, Someone yeah. put a, a post on one of these like Facebook groups about sci-fi stuff, and it was, "How could Paul beat uh, Jamis in a knife fight?" And I was like, I felt myself inflating like go. a fucking SA balloon. Time. <laughs> SA time. <laughs> oh dear, amazing! But yes, you can read that that those amazing comics on the Global Comics app, and you can read. Um, you can also follow creators, set reading status filters, and release notifications for books you're looking forward to checking out in the future. And if you yourself are a creator, as I know many of our lovely listeners are, mm. you can publish your digital comics for free. They offer loads of great tools for indie creators to help with publishing, marketing, and more. Um, and it'd be great for us to see some of you, you guys out there, your books sort of pop yeah, up man. on the feeds. That'd be that'd be awesome. Because I know, I know they stand there. out. Yeah, yeah. Van, Vanguard's going to stand out, man. Yeah, I've got uh, Viper on there. there. Oh, brilliant. That's great. Because we've got so many comics in our little, our little bit of the small press community that mm. we could do really well on that. Yeah. We could have an ACP section if the people from Global Comics wanted that to happen. And like, mm. well, Bear in mind, got... they, the code they sent us was F-bomb. Yeah. They might go yeah. for it, yeah. they? they? might go for yeah. it, yeah. 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 Look, right now, they're just putting up with us, and we really appreciate it. So uh, if you're <laughs> like an average comics... Else. Yeah, if, if you're an average comics... Like our wives. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like they're kind of like one of those big, magnificent, beautiful whales sailing through the ocean. We're the kind of the lamprey. Yeah, we're just hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Love me. Yeah. Love me. Yeah. Love me. That's, that's us, comics mollusks. <laughs> but if you're an avid comics reader, creator, or maybe you're just someone new to the hobby and just want to check out some great stories, Global Comics is the place for you. So for more information, check out Global Comics. That's comics with an X dot com. You can download the app now on Apple on the Apple App Store or Google Play and start reading and publishing digital comics like never before. Um, this is a new. We're starting a new phase of the ACP. Sort of subtly, <laughs> new su- phase. A subtly yeah. starting a new we phase take the of the piss ACP. Out of my clothes. Um, this will never. This particular podcast will never become a video show. No. Um, we say think of the women. Would. No. Um, <laughs> but we have taken to doing our Zoom recordings on video, and this is this is a monumental week because it's the first time we're doing it without a guest here. Normally yeah. we, do, we have the cameras on for guests because we try to be professional is the wrong word, isn't it? But just sort of like I like it with the, when you got a guest and you got the camera and you can read them a little bit better. So yeah. if you sort of yeah. say a question that's a bit off color, yeah, and they're like, "Oh God, he doesn't like that." There was a moment before we recorded last week where we said to Garth about a particular character that let's say we may have ranted a bit about recently. Yeah, and his <laughs> face. I'm glad we had him on camera because his face was like. Yeah, you're right. And also the guests, uh, likewise, can see when we're completely uh, lying or being... When we're yawning. Or, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. So we um although this week it's just the three of us, so we're just perhaps if we uh stumble over our words it's because I'm so completely aroused by looking at these two for the next hour and a half. I'm always aroused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always in like some form of arousal. Really? All you, the time. you guys, like it's, it's almost it's, if it was on a scale, it's never zero for me. Really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I usually end up that if that happened to me, I'd be blacking out half the time. So <laughs> 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 Awful but to, to go into it, I mean, I was I was in the gym the other day and I was laughing because everyone's penis was so much smaller than mine. But then again, mine was erect. You know. <laughs> also, why are you going in there just looking? Anyway, that's a that's a fucking different. <laughs> what else do you get for the gym for? Um. So. <laughs> no more cameras. No, no, no more, <laughs> no more cameras because they're that's both. The experiment ends. They're both naked right now, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> We got some topics, haven't we? Yes, whether yeah. it be a new, uh, new sort of recording format for us, still the same old shit you used to <laughs> every week. Mm. And we got a couple mm. of topics, interesting topics of discussion, I think. And of course, as always, what we like to say is keep the discussion going, whether it be on the Slack community, of, of which everyone is welcome. So if you want to join, just get in touch with us. And there's a wonderful community of people on there, different sort of groups. I know we usually put this at the end, but I, I feel like I want to say it more because there's such a yeah. Great We've had some yeah. new people come in this week. Yeah, and... yeah. yeah. nice di- introductions yeah. from them. It's been cool. Yeah, discussion yeah. and discourse, and it's it's comics positivity, which is what we need a lot of, which is good. Um, I just go on there to just to read sometimes, you know, because I don't post that much. But um, certainly keep. You've co- posted a few times in the last week, haven't you? You've yeah, been on yeah. there a couple of times, haven't yeah. you? I noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and partly because it's such a joy to to go on and read and see all these uh, wonderful people just enjoying comics, which is what this show's all about. Like um, Jordan, our old friend, Jordan. He's on there. <laughs> for, those, for those on the Slack, they'll know that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But the first topic we've got this week oh, yeah. is... is uh, well, actually, who came up with this topic? I think I did. I, I came up with this topic but tonight. T- Tony fleshed it I out. I think you'll find I came up with it originally. No, 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 no. I think when we were talking about it, I did. Yeah, I think you'll find I doodled it on a, a post-it note no, and no, uh, no, didn't no, no, show no. it to you, although you'd probably guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like I, I came up with some of the words. Yes. And now and those words, words are popular. They weren't the yeah. same words. No. They're in a different order. Look, look. Yeah, well, Dan came up with it. Just because it probably... <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um... <laughs> We thought we'd talk about uh, the interesting topic of what's the, what's the best way to word it? Who can be credited with character creation? Yes, how would that be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't so much about like character rights, you know, any legal sort of thing. No. There's an interesting um, subject of, and and sometimes we it it crops up pretty it's regularly on, on the yeah. It's more recently than not with the whole uh, Rob Liefeld. Uh, Deadpool thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it will kick off the, you know, that uh, comics tropes guy. He kind of made a claim on social media that essentially that Rob Liefeld didn't create Deadpool. And I Rob was in with it. I Rob Liefeld he's all right, he? back. Yeah, he's all right. Rob Liefeld sort of kicked back and sort of said, no, 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 I, I fucking made Deadpool. And as I understand kind of, it from what Rob is saying, to play devil's advocate slightly, is he came in with, was it seven characters that he'd created? and owned 
and wanted to know if Marvel wanted them for the the X Men line. Yeah, right. is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because in some of the um, sort of things he's posted, it's like he had the designs and then he sold them to Marvel or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, wasn't they, it? yeah. They, they sort of bought them off him, kind of thing. Contracts all signed and sealed or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, it's 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 a funny world, and I've been sort of, I've been going backwards and forwards a bit on it this week in my own head, and I know we've chatted a little bit about it, but the what I thought I'd do is, so I've got a theory. So what I'm going to do is give you two case studies. Yeah. Right. Now, the the most obvious one, Spider-Man. Okay. So st- who created Spider-Man? Let's, let's have, before we get into it, let's just have a vote. Who created Spider-Man? Vince? Uh, <laughs> Stanley. Yep. Oh, this Vince is Stanley. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say this answer, but it, it feels fake saying this. I'm going to say this answer because it's kind of what the world has been led to believe. So I'm going to say, okay, Dick Ditko, Steve Ditko, Steve Ditko. Okay, so you're saying two two people, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what I would have said. Yeah. Okay, I, I right. think I'm kind of a bit un unknowledgeable in that, if I'm honest. Mm. So that's okay. kind of that's fine. I don't think I don't think there's many people who would argue with you. Mm. But yeah. let's look at the creation of the character. Hmm. Let's look at the timeline, rather. Okay. Stanley um, is, if you believe Stan's stories, not all of them are, you know, I'm sure they're all a bit dramaed up, aren't they? Yeah, but the, yeah. he says, he, as I understand it, Marvel was on its last ass, you know, and they've said, you know, you you can create a character. So he's decided to create, he says, it can't be Flyman. What about Spider-Man? Okay, so he's come up with this idea of Spider-Man. Hmm. Okay. Now he, as I understand it, Ditko wasn't the first person to draw him. Jack Kirby, I believe, had a go at drawing him. Right. They weren't happy with it, so they went to Steve Ditko, and Steve Ditko drew it. Do you still say Steve and Stan? Well, if Kirby came up with an initial design, I'd have to see the design to sort of yeah, it's see. not quite that. It's, yeah, um... I'd have to, have to go Ditko and. Lee, yeah, I guess. yeah. I mean, I would say that because what became what it is is Ditko and Ditko. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, I know someone t- took a stab at designing it first, but if what we got was Steve Ditko and Stan Lee, I'm, you yeah, know, I'd, I'm, I'd I'm, inclined, I'm inclined to stay with that. Does that, okay. does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, hmm. and I agree with you. I think it is. Hmm. I think that was before it saw print. Yeah, that was before it was fully fledged and in a comic. Hmm. I mean, what, and those what, guys. Have you seen what Kirby's looked like? Yeah, Do I think it's out there somewhere, isn't it? I think you can see it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so second case study. Okay. Okay. So we got that. Um, the point I'm making here is horses for courses. Yeah. That's, okay. You got a case by case basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bobby Chase. We all know who Bobby Chase is. Yeah. Do you know Bobby Chase, <laughs> Mockingbird? <laughs> I, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. The weird yeah. thing is, my mind completely blanked as soon as you said Mockingbird. I was like, oh, of course. Oh, I yeah, just Googled yeah. Jack Kirby's original Spider-Man design. It's, it's very different. Yeah. To be fair, though, it's got the red, blue, and yellow. Yellow? So, sorry, not yellow for Spider-Man. It's got, there's, <laughs> there's like a bit of yellow, but it's, I guess, all superhero kind of characters with the, the red, white, and blue kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, let's go to Bobby Chase. So Bobby okay. Chase first <clears throat> appeared. It's um, an interesting a, one because it's not so mainstream, is it? It's a yeah, smaller it's a little bit yeah. of a yeah. You could call her supporting character. I know she later had a title, but yeah, yeah. yeah. 
1971 okay she appeared as a female love interest in um a Kazar comic yeah mm-hmm. she didn't so who created at that time by Len Wein and Neil Adams okay I think she was a shield agent if uh, memory serves me right mm-hmm. okay she didn't become Mockingbird until 1980 in Marvel Team Up 95 now right. if you go to the Wikipedia page Len Wein and Neil Adams created according to Wikipedia I know it's not like, the best place to go to but Len Wein and Neil Adams created Mockingbird Oh, see, God, see, see, for me, they created the character who then became Mockingbird. It, it I would uh, liken this to Betsy Braddock, right? The creation of that character is not Psylocke. Psylocke was almost like a new character, wasn't it? It's still Betsy yeah. Braddock. You know, I know things changed in the X Men. You know, you don't need to call me out on the internet for that. Yeah, we we know that, but it was Betsy Braddock, wasn't it? So. But the people that created Betsy Braddock can't say, "I created Psylocke." Yeah, for me, even that I, it, with the kind of the, the character before she became Mockingbird, I can't imagine if she's anything more than a kind of fucking background character or she's not a big player. She's probably second or third character in it. You know, she's probably <laughs> okay. got as many scenes as Zabu. You know, um, Man, she can kick ass in it a bit still. Yeah. You know, she's mm. a Shield agent. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's very. It's not like a clear line of delineation to say they definitely did. They definitely didn't. It's, yeah, I, yeah, I think one of definitely the, case by case. One of the sticking points for a lot of the, you know, when you read these clickbaity articles or all these kind of things of people, oh, you know, they're trying to sue um, this publishing company for ownership of these rights or this that, mm. and the other, or this fights between creators or whatever. Um, it becomes murky when a character is so big and um, a creator is taking credit for things that that character is popular for yeah that creator hasn't had anything to do with and in, any input yeah you know i could create a character you know looks great but i haven't done anything with it it's shit you know i mean giving spider-man a black costume is that enough now to say that you've created venom i'd say not no you know? no, no but the, the venom entity itself the separate eddie brock thing is a different th- do you know what I mean because that's weird isn't it because I mean that's yeah. a massive grey area the yeah. um and then you the, have that the that do, you, do you create do you create the character <clears throat> do you create the story do you know what I mean there's was that whole thing with variables Eddie Brock and the Sinia stuff was that done by the same creative team that goes on to do Venom no I don't, I don't know enough about that, that no. because like then you've got Eddie Brock who's a separate character because Venom <laughs> came about then, Todd McFarlane see, era wasn't it that was when Venom well, came from but venom himself the black suit see that we don't know how far that was planned because there is this story about how shooter used a fan didn't a fan email in or mail about yeah that the black suit and he bought it it off him Yeah. yeah yeah but then again you've got to remember that when he gets that black suit in that world they all get get sent to he knows it's an it's an alien yeah yeah because they so, say we, uh, he, I can remember the story. He's like, oh, "Where do you get all your costumes?" And it's like, "There's a machine in that room." And he goes in, and he he goes to the wrong one or whatever, and it's the symbiote that kind of goes over him. Right. I mean, all, I, oh, how does your costume do that? Like, I mean, I think we, we we're cro- almost crossing over there. There's, there's yeah. this line now yeah. where yeah. you've got one side which is 
the creative, if you want to call it that, industry. Mm. And on the other side, you've got legal. So this yeah. becomes a legal thing. Yeah. So yeah. the creation of a character has to be dealt with in, in some kind of civil court, I'm guessing, in the States or in the UK, yeah. if there's an argument over it. And that has only, the only thing they can do is apply the the, the case-by-case you know, basis and, some, on it, and some creators are very savvy with their legality, so they'll know, right? Okay, I've got this bit of paper signed that says I sold them this idea. Yeah, so yeah. it's mine, and that's what. Yep. that's probably what's that's you know left a, a bunch of creators out in the cold, isn't it? Because they I don't. I think have that's what McFarlane maybe clocked a bit too late when they obviously first started Image, and they were doing this entwined universe where like Chapel killed Spawn. He's like, well, hold on, fucking that's not my character. Rob Liefeld's got that. And he had to retroactively revise that, didn't it? So it was yeah. like Jessica Priest who killed Spawn and Chapel was yeah. oh, okay. nothing. Because yeah. he didn't want his character's kind of origin tied up with someone else's yeah. Yeah. IP. Okay. It's, yeah, yeah. I think legalities aside, you know, the, the thing that always sort of, you know, makes me grind my teeth, like, like I said, is, is people taking complete credit for the reason that something's popular. Mm. You know what I mean? It's um. I mean, we can go straight onto the fucking Deadpool thing because that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole as as much as we Rob got, Liefeld. Yeah, respect for Rob. Rob, Rob Liefeld um didn't make <clears> him funny. No, never made him funny. There's uh, none of the elements that Deadpool's known for, and kind of like yeah, it was light. Um, Rob Joe Liefeld Kelly, wasn't it? Joe, uh, I think when it started to sort of change, it was because. Nicieza, is it Nicieza? Is that how you say his name? Yeah, his name. yeah. 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 He, he obviously started it. And then when Deadpool had those limited series, which were, I think it was Nicieza did the two limited series. I think he wrote those, didn't he? Because there's one Mad Raya, okay. and then, then there was Ed McGuinness. And when Deadpool had his first um, ongoing series, I believe it was Joe Kelly and Ed McGuinness. And that started. Okay. That started right. like like Blind Owl, for instance. You know the the character that that we know. That's a that's a Joe Kelly creation. That didn't exist anytime See, before to, that. To me, there's there's a whole area there of developed character. Yeah. So you you should be able to get credit for developing. For me, Neil Adams and um, Len Wein have created Bobby Chase, who's this character who's a shield agent and kicking ass. And then whoever I forget who it was now was it Marvel or someone? Tony Isabella has put her in a costume. And developed her. Yeah, yeah. It's almost that, and I think you should get credit for that. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, I mean, take another class. If we start, I mean, Deadpool's the obvious one, but I think another interesting one still on the Marvel train, Wolverine. Yeah. Um. You know, first created. We all we all know when he first arrived in the Hulk and everything, but what he is, what he became, was not that, was it? I actually quite like the fact that Len Wein created him because it I really. Mean, fucking, I mean, I mean, yeah. For my reason being, it really grinds the fucking gears of Chris Claremont. Because <laughs> <laughs> Chris Claremont basically made him what sort of what he is with the kind of yeah. expense stuff. Yeah. Oh, very much yeah, so. Yeah. 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 And, and Frank obviously the, pitched the in with miniseries. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that goes to your point, Tony, about like you know someone else created it, someone else developed it. You know, yeah, I mean, when you think how how much has Batman changed, how much has Superman oh, changed? Yeah, you know, in yeah. some ways not a lot, but in a lot of ways, fucking totally. Yeah. You Superman know? is night and day completely different from. Yeah, Batman you know. had guns. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, Batman's another one, isn't it? Um, Bill Finger, you know, was completely put out in the cold around there. Yeah. If, it, it wouldn't have been Batman if not for him. Um, that comic strip yeah. that someone did, like Bob Kane's Batman, and it's this yeah. guy running around in a red suit. Yeah. Is, that, is there someone in control in charge in the police? 
that I can speak to. So yeah, no, Commissioner Gordon, it's not in this strip. He he wasn't made by. <laughs> okay, it's Bill Finger. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like uh, someone's developed um, all the characters to look like. Um, what's that Mark Miller character? Nemesis. Nemesis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, yeah. If you if you look at a, a bunch of recent comics from either publisher, there's a couple of Nemesis. In <laughs> Vince there. Vince had Everyone's... this picture of Batman is as completely in white. Yeah, and uh, and then I sent you a picture back of the Daredevil comic I just read, where he's completely <laughs> he's in, in white. white. <laughs> Uh, oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. Bit, uh, Who okay. created Jessica Chastain for that cover of that comic though? <laughs> <laughs> that's another, I, I that's another topic of, that the listeners will yeah. have to ask us about off it. I was thinking um, about it the other day, like the whole using uh someone's image. Like you can get yourself in real shit for that. Yeah. Yeah. You can sort of say, Oh yeah, but like and Sam Samuel Jackson worked out fine for him because he was in Yeah, but like that you, you can't look at the exception and say that's the fucking rule. Yeah. It's yeah. no. gets up and shit. Um, so in terms of like, um, so how do you feel about like creative ownership? I, it works so much different now. Um, for, yeah, in, in well, you know, I've comics. had some issues with it recently. Yeah, and of yeah. course, you know, the image revolution. If we if we can say like, you know, in, in the early to mid nineties, that that was a shift change in a lot of things because there was a lot of creators who were put out by money being made off stuff that they they created for someone else which is always the thing with these uh, with their big companies isn't it because they're naturally mm. sort of like well if you make it here we own it you know which I is... feel like yeah Go on, that's kind of capitalism in as much that if you sign that contract that says that yeah. that's what it fucking says it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't, um, it's not particularly nice but no, like that's... no and that's why there's so many classic you know veteran creators now um, who aren't getting paid possibly what well, we just what I was hearing deserve. Pat Pat talking about it today on um, Everything Comes Back to 2000 AD. He did an interview on there. I think it came out yesterday. And he's talking about Panini and um, the Doctor Who story he wrote. And he was saying that um, Panini, nothing. It's no, only because uh, of Bad Wolf. You know, the, the production company approached him and said, we want to pay you for this. They didn't have great. to do it. I yeah. I totally get it with, like, that's the way corporations are. <laughs> like, they're just... Yeah. They're like that. It, the world has yeah. significantly changed since when he yeah. wrote it, but it's nice to see someone being decent. Oh, totally. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. That's the only problem is that a lot of these people won't be. I mean, I did yeah. recently, so I won't go into the details, but I had a character of mine that I spotted online being used um, to advertise something, like a financial to a financial yeah. benefit of a large organisation. So I messaged them and say, I own this character, I created it, I fucking published it, it earns money for charity. Paid the money um, for the artist. It's all legit. Paid, yeah. paid uh, to be fair, a lot of money for the pages to yeah. the artist. You know, who, whose authority did you have to publish this thing? You know, to use it as advertising for your, you know, for your business. Yeah. And they, they were, I mean, they were quite apologetic. Yeah, um, fair enough. And um, although they didn't follow through and actually donate any money to the charity that I asked them to, but, uh, you know, I said, you can use it if you want to donate money to this charity. Feel <laughs> free, you know, yeah. because they didn't, they just withdrew it. But um, Talk's cheap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why this show's free. <laughs> yeah. um, but there is a lot of that kind of like the whole kind of creating characters. One of the things that kind of bugged me this week is like Larry Hammer, who kind of uh, did like GI Joe from the ground up. Oh, that letter, still, man. He's yeah. still fucking. Oh, what? What's? What's this? Catch me up on this. He he dropped a letter basically where I can't remember the ins and outs of it, but basically he was happy to sign stuff for people, but just don't take the piss and. 
basically he still fucking has to put in work he's because 70s and he hasn't got a, yeah he hasn't got a, like a pot to piss decent in, pension right? yeah yeah he's got decent pension and like man the fucking you built gi joe from the ground up and it is what it is because of larry hammer and yeah yeah he's just got nothing it's nothing from it he's it's it's galling man it's yeah. really yeah because like that i mean especially uh kids of a certain generation should we say um the the memories that we have a lot of these characters even if we don't realize it, it, it come from that man that man's yeah. brain who wrote those yeah. stories which but yeah. i guess nowadays because it like... wasn't it wasn't necessarily in the cartoon i mean as much as i love watching those old cartoons but they're, they're kids' cartoons, do you know what I mean? But when you think yeah. of Snake Eyes going to... A, no, uh, Storm Shadow going to assassinate pa- someone, passing through like a, a doorway of bells and the bells don't make a sound, that wasn't on a kids' cartoon. That's uh, yeah. that's Larry Hammer who's, who's written that. Do you know what I mean? And uh, playing dev- devil's advocate. Yeah, we all we all work in business where we create stuff for people. Yeah. 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 Um, work for hire. I, you know, that sort of like... Yeah, you know, yeah. I also have spent fucking 40 years paying into a pension. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I mean, it's... Paid into a pension. My dad paid into a pension. My granddad, you know. I'm sorry I'm sorry that you're in this bad situation. I really yeah, am. Yeah, I understand. But who did you expect to pay for you? Who was going to pick when, up the tab? When you were? retired. Who did you think would pay for you? Mm. I know there is, you know, you should be getting a pension from the government. That's not always brilliant. You know, but... I, I, I totally get where you come from. I think it's like one of those things you, you don't realise... They didn't realize no, at the time how big this I mean, was going to yeah, be. You got, you got to have a backup. I mean, I've got an, an independent one. I mean, if you're working full time, you can't depend on anyone. <laughs> I'll take my hat off, hat off to people because it seems a hard yeah. fucking yeah gig. It's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, from a, a creative aspect, um, like if if we were like to create all of this stuff, and there's there's a, there's a certain I guess even if you know it's it's work for hire, it's still it's still going to gall you in some way. It, especially at the time, and, and especially uh, at the time, a lot of these things they aren't the gangbusters making hundreds of millions yeah, or, or doing all this. They work for hire. You're getting paid. This is you know all good. Blah blah blah. But twenty years later, and then someone's mining what you did twenty yeah. years ago. That would. That, I mean, that, can, hurts. Yeah. that would hurt. I think it's, yeah. I think it's turned a corner a bit. I think people are yeah. actually. I hear DC I do well. People, you know, there's, there's, yeah. you know, um, Jim Starlin spoken highly of MCU getting paid stuff That's like good. that. I think That's it good. does happen. Mm. Um, but if you look yeah. at the kind of Eastman and Larry Lards, do Larry? I can never do his Led. name. Led. But with the uh, Teenage and Ninja Turtles, they did that off their own back. It all belonged to them, and then they're fucking coining yeah. it in now, aren't they? Yeah. Although um, but, one of them sold their half, didn't they, to the other? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You can, I guess, but they they didn't like do badly out of it. Do you know what I mean? They they're both. No, I mean that, but that, that was their own. But, but also, I mean, I, I I love that story of like these two indie comic guys just creating a fucking culture phenomenon. Stuck their neck out and you know. got it done themselves. But yeah, yeah. Well, you never know what's coming down the line, so you kind of have to. Well, I think the thing is, we hear about it more from comic creators because you know we're comic fans. You know, we see them talking about it on Facebook, wherever it is there. But there's a lot of people out there who, who've done yeah. stuff for people yeah. and, and aren't getting aren't getting the right amount of money. And there's a lot of big companies making a lot of money off people. Never mind just comics; it happens everywhere, yeah. Yeah. not just in the creative industry. It happens everywhere. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's just the the justice is needed and the balance needs to be repaired. But uh, 
here's yeah you got you got to rely on the fact that you can't trust fucking people man no, don't no, fucking no. trust yeah. the corporation to kind of no, do the right trust thing us, yeah. trust yes. us listeners don't um, trust me because you know we'll talk absolute yeah. shit no um <laughs> but here, here's a thought though um do you think i mean personally i, I think um a lot of these companies that are making all this money off off this ip etc I th- they're going to be mining a lot more of the older I hate to use the term content but that's you know what I mean by that yeah. um, they'll be mining a lot more of that this is the pessimistic Vince because the modern ideas aren't strong enough anymore so as the modern ideas are getting weaker there's going to be more older creators who aren't getting yeah. what they deserve because they're mining these ancient you know, I mean, heaven forbid, I hate to say it, but sometimes they'll do it, and the creator's dead. Do you know what I mean? They they've passed away. So mm. what what happens there in in terms of them actually getting what they deserve? You know, or their families getting what they deserve? It's a it's a snake that's going to eat itself because you mine all the old ideas because the new ideas aren't any good allegedly. You know, then the new ideas stop happening. Yeah, and then you get this you get this fucking black hole of ideas Stuck and in a rut. creative content yeah. and good content and stuff. You don't get it anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It's, 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 the it's old stuff. Is, know... The old stuff has already got this this reliable fan base as well. Yeah, yeah. They know it works. Yeah. So, but the story that was written in I don't know She Hulk last year, they don't know it. It's, it has a longevity to it. Yeah. But they know that um, the Infinity Gauntlet right. has a longevity to it. Yeah. yeah I mean, that... I've made the comparison about them jumping over years and years of maybe decades of stories yeah. to tell them the modern ones, and it's like. These modern ones are not really hot, that highly regarded. So why yeah. even, even some of the '90s stuff, man? You look at some of the '90s ideas. You know, I'm there's a an Instagram account that I look at occasionally, and you think, oh, "Fucking, hell, I forgot completely about that character." I was reading Fantastic Force yesterday. Oh yeah, and I completely forgot about the characters in it. Mm. You know, there's Who were the characters in Fantastic Force? There was a sort of barbarian lady with an axe, wasn't there? There was, uh, um, oh, oh man, I can't there was, remember. Uh, is it Vibrasus or something? Who was a uh, a vibranium superhero from Wakanda. There was, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Okay. Yeah, but then we forget, you know. Yeah, you, you can go back at, and cherry pick. Yeah, you looked stuff. at the, the trading cards for the 90s. There's loads of stuff there. We're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, is, <laughs> like, yeah. that fucking yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, another thing um, I find is as things... And it was something that... Um, I think when we were talking to Garth, it sort of came up that like the Punisher was a creation, you know, whereas a lot of comic characters were sort of influenced by the other comic characters. The Punisher was sort of influenced by the cinema of the time, like, you know, the, the Death Wishes. The Death Wish. Yeah, Death and, and I think it was, books. if you read Conway's conversation around it, it came from um, The Exterminator. Is it The Exterminator? The, yeah. Um, yeah. It came from a, a, um, a trash novel series. It's a pub and, books. And yeah, by Don Pendleton. Yeah. That's what's fascinating to me in any sort of media, like certainly like when I watch movies. Sometimes I watch a movie and I'll, I will know because it's got the film has substance. That came from a book. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But then you see the sequel to that film, which doesn't have a book. And, it and it's got completely... nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing you know? to it. So, and I, I fear sometimes that might be where a lot of stuff I think I, I genuinely think some of it is because we've gone to these writers' rooms. You know, yeah. they just become, they just get fucking watered down in a writer's room. It becomes like a committee written by committee. You can't, yeah. Do it. yeah. 
it's like a we need no, Mario like, Puzo writing Superman the movie and inserting the fact that he meets Telly Savalis. Have you heard this story about Mario <laughs> no. Puzo? When he's you know he wrote The Godfather, didn't he? And then they said, yeah. "Oh, can you write Superman?" And he has Superman flying over apparently, and he sees Telly Savalis as Kojak. So he lands. Telly Savalis takes the the lollipop out of his mouth, says, "Who loves you, Superman?" And Superman flies off again. And that was in the script for quite a long time. Because I think Mario Puzo was mates with Telly Savalis. And just shit like that. But we need that single vision stuff. Yeah, 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 I agree. We need the failure it'll succeed sometimes. It's kind of mean-spirited to fucking camels, isn't it? Like a horse is a... A camel is a horse designed by committee. By committee, yeah. 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 And you get those kind of abominations. And when there's a checklist of, like, we've got to have this, got to have this, you can't have this. It's like, oh, God. It's moves away from that kind of the, the artistic vision of the the, the one person or a yeah. couple of people. Yeah. Then we get the Marvels. But we you... had to talk about character kind of creation and like who owns it. The creator to, to the Punisher, like he kind of hates what the characters b- did become or how that's changed. So it's not so much he wants to claim ownership, he, he wants to kind of distance himself that's, in some respects. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, that is interesting because it can go either way, can't it? Yeah. Um, what? What? N- another one that always sticks in my mind is Ghost Rider because there was obviously there was a lot of legal stuff. Oh yeah, God, yeah, that's all changed as well, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. Well, the, the problem with it, the, the, the who who's the guy who created Ghost Rider? Oh, the one who was involved in the um, not Friedman, is it? Oh, I can't remember his name now. Michael Fleischer was it? I can't remember. So Fleischer was it Fleischman? No, Fleischer, no, was it? I, I can't I fucking remember. Sorry, I, I, mine's, I, gone I, too, mine's gone too much. It's looking at your two beautiful faces. Well, he, um, <laughs> the, I think when the first Ghost Rider movie came out, he said, like, why am I not getting more money or something? Or, or getting money at all. I'm not sure if he's paid or not. And Marvel sort of doubled down and said, who said you could sell fucking prints and stuff at conventions? Oh. Gar- Gary Friedrich. Is that right? Gary Friedrich, pardon me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, I think that's where, so Marvel, like, went, you're going to see us. We're going to see you. It went a bit that way, I think. Okay, they so went on that, a bit on the like, offensive. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess sort of stung up a lot of creators who maybe were considering stuff around that time. Was it was the start of the boom Marvel Universe time, wasn't it? Yeah, probably put them off a bit, thinking, "Oh fucking hell." Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you know, rightly so. I mean, if the fucking the mouse lawyers are coming after you, you're in deep shit. Yeah, there's deep pockets on those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he, the poor geezer is trying to pay for his fucking mortgage by selling a couple of Ghost Rider princes. Yeah. I remember him. I remember him in New York chatting to him. He's very friendly. Yeah. Like I said, like said that character completely evolved, though, from Johnny Blaze to yeah. Danny Well, Ketch. Before that, it was a man on a horse. Well, that was a character. Right, yeah. Anyway. God, yeah. So it's completely and utterly changed. Interesting yeah. subject. I mean, you're kind of essentially going to be arguing over definitions of... Yeah, yeah I think you've got to do it case by case. I mean, I, yeah. I was going to... Honestly, when I started thinking about this, I was going to do it in stages. So like, you could almost say an artist comes up with a design and hands it to the writer. At the point where he's just designed that character, does that mean he's created it? But yeah, then he's but, collaborating. Yeah, yeah. So that, that extends but the creation. That's a... You know? That's a... So this the visual look of the character, not actually the substance thing because, then, yeah, because a lot of artists are brought in just to design the suit of yeah. stuff. Yeah, but then again, you get the artist who comes up with a design and a backstory, and then he sends yeah. it to the writer. At what point do you draw that line? Yeah, where? it's very... Very you've, got, you've got to look at each one in its own yeah. as it stands. Well, yeah. what, what about this then? If we just step away from characters, what about storylines? Mm-hmm. Because that's, uh, you know, I mean... I mean there's, that, there's that famous moment, isn't there, apparently in a Marvel retreat. Bendis talks about it. Because Bendis and Miller apparently just used to fucking wind each other up. For, I think they like each other, but they used to do it for a laugh. Yeah, yeah. And 
Bendis talks a lot about this, about being at the Marvel retreat when Miller walked in and said, and they said, right, what you got? What have you got? What have you got? And they ran around the table and Miller went, I've got a civil war. And he fucking dropped it in Miller. And Bendis says, my brain fucking exploded. He says, that's brilliant. He says, give it to him. I fucking love winding him up. But that moment. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not, it's not groundbreaking, you know. It's, no, it's, it's just a great but, fucking but, but idea. That, that's yeah. the thing about some great ideas. It's just like... Sometimes you can you do just, stuff with this when you just say like one line to someone. Yeah, and sometimes I do this like uh, with with a couple of my writer friends. I'm just, I'm just sort of what's happening, and I just go, "What about this idea?" And I'll just pitch them one line, like and I and like the other day, um, my uh, my other Dan in my life. There can be only one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Butcher does chop people's heads off. I do have a book but, on um, myself <laughs> over there by you two actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I just said to him, "What about Cluedo?" everyone's a serial killer do you know what I mean just just that sort of like okay here's the elevator pitch sort of like okay and that's probably what Mark Miller was like okay it's just this do you know there's that thin line isn't there like yeah. whenever anyone gives a pitch like that all I can think of is monkeys and they're playing tennis that's all I sometimes yeah. can think of <laughs> I've read about a game show I think of that when they put like these blokes in the house like seven blokes in the house it was like a game show thing and they said one of you's gay and you've got to vote them out but none of them were they didn't say that so like it was like them all accusing one another and it just went to fucking pieces. But it's essentially that's the same. Yeah, it's like you put all seven people in a house and you say one of you's one of you's a serial killer. But they're yeah. all serial killers. You're wearing chinos. <laughs> it's like that in between us thing where your dad's gay and he then he's because he's wearing yeah. those shorts. You yeah. Remember, like he's clearly not gay, but you're yeah. No, yeah. Just wind up. Just, but to, to yeah. funny enough, I had it this week. I had a um an artist I admire who messaged me at like fucking five o'clock in the morning with a story idea. And I fucking wrote it straight away because sometimes it just you just need yeah. that little thing, don't you, from yeah. someone you like to say, "Oh, what about like, this? We should do yeah. this." Yeah. And you go, "Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's great. Right. I can see where that goes, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You've got it all kind of locked in there, and only to what about this? And then it's like, there you go. It's... Yes, yeah. We had uh, this. Yeah, this person. Mm. Civil War. I said to in... them. Yeah, Civil War. <laughs> Civil War an interesting uh, topic, though. I think because, like. All of us, I think, know like Mark, that's a Mark Miller joint. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that was one of those. That was like a second coming of the creators being on the, you know, the billboard along with it. And then afterwards, did that that because we didn't really get that too much before that, did we? I think. I, I kind of see that as the because you know they they say the 2000s the end of the 90s and the 2000s was the era of the writer and i don't think to be fair it has actually stopped being the era of the writer no. in some ways yeah but i do think that was the period when you had these like bendis miller fraction brubaker they were fu- they were the big two they were banging out um mm. um stories and you're like you know this is greg rucker as well was another one at yeah. the time but um, i really like Azzarello, that secret, yeah secret invasion pitch of like yeah the scrolls have fucking infiltrated yeah. yeah, there's they're all among us. We don't know where the hell they are. World War Hulk was another one. Yeah, you know. oh man, World yeah. War Hulk. Yeah, Planet Hulk followed by Planet World Hulk. War Hulk. Even though I yeah. wasn't really a Hulk reader, just knowing about those, just thought I just thought that's just an amazing fucking idea. It's basically got, like a gladiator film on another planet with a Hulk. Yeah, yeah. We we basically so, got a little yeah, line of quite good events for me. I enjoyed them, hmm. and then we got event overload, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's um. 
apart from like some of the Scott Snyder stuff, that doesn't f- doesn't feel like that kind of stuff transitioned to DC so much. I know, obviously, I think the the no, I mean, and all of that stuff. Was, yeah, yeah. I mean, we get quite a few running at the same time. You get the Superman yeah. thing in another world. You get the Batman yeah. fucking joke here one at the moment. The one yeah. where they had the earthquake with Batman that was decent. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, yeah. No Man's Land. Yeah, yeah. I like See, that's that, a story actually. like moving forward. What kind of frustrates me a lot about. Uh, the Batman Superman stuff and it's mainly Batman stories that this happens to a new writer comes on and goes right I'm going to fucking show my chops by reinventing something that happened in the past that's going to shake Batman and his family to the core nothing so will like, ever be the same again yeah, I don't, don't need this again what a meaningless fucking sentence in comics yeah. that is this, do a story moving forward as opposed to constantly trying to revise the past yeah. to make yeah. recontextualise something it's uh, like uh, isn't yeah. there a story at the moment the big crossover with Marvel it's like Crime Wave or something it's like, what's the story? The, the, the big summer event they have. Oh, gang war. Gang war. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. The sort of big... Spider-Man led event, but it's, it's got there's a dead of version. It there's a, there's a big a gang war. version of it. Yeah. Yeah. In New... yeah. Wow. Great. I thought that was going on anyway. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was going on. <laughs> anyway. Going on anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's hardly sort yeah. of like I was a big gang war in. That's the one where this, yeah. you know, I've got those three letters ending in G on my forehead. The uh, that's why I went and bought a load of. Shang Chi variants this week, didn't I? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, man. Shit, you know. But th- but I don't know how you th- fuck up a Shang Chi comic, but <laughs> I don't know. You I get them selfies. Yeah. If there's something I love yeah. from Jurassic Park, it's nature finds a way. Yeah. Um, but fuck up a Shang Chi film. It's so much Super different. Mate. It's so much different with indie comics, though, isn't it? Like when there's the you know, we have that control over the things that we create. Tight control. Um, yeah. And hope, hopefully there there won't be too much legal stuff involved. You got to, no, hopefully yeah. people get a few quid. Yeah, out yeah. I, 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 though I think it, it benefits people certainly if they're working with certain companies or publishers, even if it's an independent publisher. Just be aware of your rights and you know who owns what because we know. I mean, there's certainly there's a comic that's very near and dear in my heart that won't continue somewhere else because the publisher owns it. Yeah. And they stopped it. Do you know what I mean? And even though the elementals, creator... we'll never see elementals because yeah. he fell yeah. out with Bill Willingham. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's it's one of those. Just be aware of it because it maybe sometimes it's an oversight because we're so caught up in the joy of making comics, isn't it? You you don't want to think about that. The grown. We we're a bit more savvy nowadays because yeah, you didn't know yeah. what these huge kind yeah. of multinational. Yeah beasts marvel and dc we're going to kind of get swallowed up by do you think people have to be more because of uh crowdfunding and like uh platforms yeah i think there's a there's a there's a case to be made that contracts need to be signed more i'd say yeah yeah very much so i mean i'm sort of i've got i'm just sort of pleased that i've stayed in the good books and friendly with all the creators i've worked with but Mm. you know they're when different characters are playing this Fortunately, probably I've stayed, you know, because there's no money at play. We you know, to, and what little money there is, it goes to yeah. the artist. But talked to, yeah. to a creator, I can't remember who it was, and I don't think we should name it if we do, but fell out with the artist and they wanted all their pages and all the stuff they'd done removed from the book. I know who it was now talking about it. Right. And they were small press and it's like, oh, fucking hell, this is a right old nightmare. But yeah. say they, they come back to you and said, well, I created that character. I should be getting money going forward every time yeah. you make a sale. So well, then. That's why we you need just, a basic contract to kind of make these stipulations. Yeah, I mean, me and Nick have a, an email agreement, you know, me and Nick Brodix, but I told him that oh, we're going to reprint Cockney Kung Fu. And uh, I said, how about this amount hmm. and this number of comps? 
you know, I can't. We're not. We're not going to make much money on it. But I think you know you're yeah. due it. You know, so it's almost like I'm paying him for reprint rights. Yeah. Mm. And he says, "Oh, brilliant, mate. Thank you." You know, and that's Sold the out. friendly relationship we have. Yeah. So mm. I send it to, as soon as he gets printed, he gets it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. As a final kind of note on this, I did see a creator yeah. say, "Someone said to him, they're, they're stealing all your golden eggs." You're like, "Yeah, but I'm the fucking ghost." Like, <laughs> 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 that is true. Yeah. In a way. You yeah. know, we should treasure these great creators because they are the ones coming up with this, these great ideas. Yeah. And they got more yeah. in them. Yeah. 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 So, right. um, no matter what you do or what you create, it's certainly... Um, keep laying those golden eggs. Just keep laying those golden eggs. Um, <laughs> the little brown ones. Yeah. Brown eggs. Build, build good sort of uh, relationships with the people you work with. Hopefully you... Days work... since that wasn't a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. After the rain <laughs> comes the thunder. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I think, I think to be honest, one of the underlying things about all of this is communication, isn't it? Between, yeah. between everyone. Yeah, keep it on. Um, yeah. Which, if you're working with some of these bigger publishers, whoever they may be, we're not just talking about the big two, probably all these publishers in general, is, you know, even if it seems like you're drowning in paperwork, read it. Do you know what I mean? Before you before you sell them anything, um, it's interesting. There. But then again, sometimes you don't know if your character is going to be nothing. You don't you don't yeah, know if no. it's going to be the big hit, do you? But um, I mean, part of me also says, "Look, fuck it, I do this for fun. Fuck yeah. all that shit." Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's, I'm probably spying myself for the you know the inevitable Atomic Hercules movie. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. uh, like fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. Like fuck it, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, see how it goes. Yeah. You want to be a cunt, excuse my yeah. French, you be one. Do you know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, as long as someone's uh, reading and enjoying your comics and you enjoy making yeah. them, that's, yeah. what, that's all that matters to the indie scene. As long as I'm getting the chicks, you know. <laughs> that starts soon enough. At any moment now. Any moment now. Waiting on that coming. <laughs> They've been waiting a while. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them keen. So that's Jesus. Tony's man. We we Jesus. did a fair bit of time on that topic. Oh, Jesus did we? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we I, did. Oh. Yeah, and I, 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 you know, obviously it's an ongoing. It's an interesting debate, and there's lots of. I mean, we cam- we covered so many different avenues of it, and both asked questions and didn't really answer anything, but made some answers. Made some, <laughs> you know, but yeah. but I mean, the point is, there is no hard and fast answer. It's just opinions, mm. and uh, yeah. you know, and thought provoking opinions. So if there's anything, you know. We are maybe, not lawyers. Yeah, no. maybe maybe we glossed over. Maybe we got some facts wrong. Then then obviously, more likely. F- feel Without free. A doubt. Feel free to let us know, and we'll ignore you and carry on with our lives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only joking. Only joking. Um, our next little um, topic of debate is a renewal of a of a certain line of this comics. Is your one, Nick. You yeah, had it. I've, yeah. I've got thoughts on this. Said earlier, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They may not be super controversial thoughts, but I think I think we all have thoughts on it. Um, Die. <laughs> it's kind of interesting as well because recently we went into like um, eerie. Was it eerie or was it creepy? It was eerie. eerie. Yeah. Both. Yeah, both. He's around yeah, eerie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that whole sort of uh, genre, and we've spoken about them quite a bit over the past few years, I think. But EC Comics. Yeah, um, I'm a massive fan of EC Comics. Yeah. The Put name is com- coming back. Um, now, obviously, if you don't know EC Comics, oh, I'm sure you all do, but if you don't, um, just Google it because um, they're a bit of a classic. Shall I, give a, shall I give a potted history? Yeah. Okay, so 40s and 50s, closed 1956. 
Um, probably the most recognisable title you'll know is Tales from the Crypt. Uh-huh. Um, owned by Maxwell Gaines, who then died and he left it to his son, William Gaines, who, who's just one of the main characters in comics. You know, really is. Um, for the for its time, dealt with a, a lot of different subjects. You know, we had cowboys, we had army, we had horror, you know, that sort of thing. But was actually quite progressive mm-hmm. in its politics. It dealt with race, anti-war themes, nuclear weapons, the arms race. The archives currently, this is where it's interesting, the archives for that have been put out by Dark Horse. Um, it was actually kind of almost stopped you know mad magazine continued from from ec but it was almost stopped due to wortham's seduction of the innocent and the congressional hearings he- hearings that followed um and that what then gave rise to the comics code authority so it's, oh. it's tied up in that really is you know this is all part of that history the 10 cent plague i think there's a great book on it if you get a chance to read it man that um, thing did a lot of damage massively yeah and essentially so, if i can see it's self-aggrandizement for that bloke because yeah and it was all very dodgy data i think was yeah. it, that he had mm. um see here's some of the people involved in it harvey kurtzman who came up when did he, he came up with bob didn't he bob fingerman mm. he yes bob didn't he yeah um wallace wood al williamson al feldstein graham ingles jack davis johnny craig john severin will elder and bernie Craigstein. you know like uh, and more just incredible incredible talent um yeah so there you go so do you want to lead on from there yeah then? so basically after um obviously being like a, a casualty of that comics code, you know, all of that stuff coming up. Um, in the article I read, it's like, only now in 2024 is the company making its official return to the stands. Argue that because of reprints and fucking books yeah. and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Also, it's not the same company. <clears throat> there, If you look on the internet, there's <laughs> a raft of publicity about this from, you know, whether it be uh, comics websites to Entertainment Weekly to everything else. So there's a big promotional push on this. Um, there are two releases. So EC Comics is basically coming out through Only Press. Only Press have um, they've partnered with William M. Gaines Agent Incorporated. Oh, okay, interesting. So the new line will yeah. be overseen uh, by Only Press president and publisher Hunter Gorinson and editor in chief Sierra Hahn in in partnership with Kathy Gaines Mifsud and Corey Mifsud, the administrators of William M. Gaines Agent incorporated this is from an article from ign a lot of the articles all look the same but this is this is what i'm reading from um and they're releasing two new titles which you've probably you may have seen on the rounds doing the rounds on social media or wherever the first two ec comics titles will be epitaphs from the abyss launching in july 2024 and cruel universe launching in august 2024 Um, epitaphs from the abyss is a is a massive lean into lovecraft stuff for me i think that title um, we'll very evocative into, we will yeah. get into the titles in, in a second right. um, although um, Tony I, while I'm just uh, ranting some stuff um, have you got a list of titles from the original EC the sort of what they sounded like do you know what I mean they're not, they're, they're not like that yeah no, there's, some no. of them are like war yeah some yeah. of them are yeah, yeah okay um, well, some of them are a little bit you know Tales yeah. from the Crypt and stuff yeah. like that you know there yeah. is that yeah so um, beginning with those releases only will publish at least two EC comics titles monthly so, and these books will feature a rotating cast of creators that include. Hold my breath and be prepared for a list because this is yeah. quite this is quite a list. Um, Jason Aaron, Brian Azzarello, Rodney Barnes, Karina Bechko, Cullen Bunn, Christopher Campwell, Cecil Castellucci, uh, Chris Condon, Joshua Hale Fialkov, Jay Holtham, Jeff Jensen, Matt Kint, 
Sean Lewis, Stephanie Phillips, Jay Stevens, Jack Thompson, Ben H. Winters, Kano, Peter Krause, Leo Max, Malachi Ward, and Dustin Weaver. Is that that's a mix mix of uh, writers and artists, I believe. Yeah, it? I mean, it's all the same writers again, man. Yeah, I mean, all those writers are people I don't read their normal comics from. Yeah, you know. right. Well, okay. I mean, I mean, there's it's, a couple. I mean, for instance, it's, it's, I, I hear like horror. I immediately think Cullen, Cullen, Cullen Bunn. Yeah, so, Cullen Bunn yeah. and Aaron. I kind of think, yeah, okay. Yeah. Christopher Cantwell can, Matt, Matt, Matt can run a bar. Matt Kinton would be an interesting one. Matt be yeah, but, yeah. But he can't run a bar. Um, but this is just... Um, this this EC return is is both something, I think, the return of like an EC comic sort of brand and that kind of styling. I, you know, I, I love that kind of style of stuff. So there's part of me that's like, this is something to be celebrated. But it's also something very different. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I think, man. It is very different. And if you look at those covers, they've released two covers, haven't they? Yes. They look more like Warren magazines than they do EC magazines. Yes, yes. Um, right. Yeah, very, very much so. But it can't be. It can't be what that was. No, it's no. it just can't because the, the one of the beauties EC for me is is the is the retro feel to it. Yeah. So unless they're doing it on, it's time capsules, isn't it? EC Comics became time capsules. That's the beauty of them. Even when they did like adaptions like Tales from the Crypt, they like the anime, you know, the movie stuff. It's it still has that feel, doesn't it? It's still leaning into like what that is. EC are massively interesting. I mean, they were nicking stories off all kinds of sci-fi writers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Bradbury, I think, turned up at the office at one point. Yeah. Um, I think they got involved in stuff. He he actually wrote some stuff for them eventually. But it's it's just like I mean, you just just look at um. Krigstein's work in it absolutely groundbreaking yeah. yeah and we got this and it's just another horror anthology full of a bunch of chances who will each do you know <laughs> each do a fucking four-page story that nobody cares about which this, won't be as good this is the thing or well, the thing is i'm not gonna i'm i'm gonna check out these details i think purely because you know the car just crash, to see what it's like yeah just to see what it's like um i have my reservations and part of me Part of my reservations is the fact that a lot of modern horror writing and um, or sci-fi writing and like all of this kind of stuff, I see it with a lot of the anthologies that we check out, whether it be like you know a lot of the independent anthologies and stuff. They don't have that same rhythm, energy, look of the ECs. I mean, when we were, it was one of the things that I was. It was abundantly clear to me when we were reading Creepy, you know, just the snappiness of them yeah i mean there's a real sort of like bam 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 four pages there you go there's none of that drawn out stories it's like i mean even shorter yeah yeah even if they're not for you something happened one of my fear one of my fears for this book is we're going to get a six page story for instance and nothing to happen in it because they'll be pacing it cinematically which is you know obviously I, i like that pacing for some comics that's not what i want with this no. I, I want I want that sort of you know you, you want the you know empty calories do you know what I mean you want that sort of flavour yeah. you want that you know just give me that schlocky goodness because it is schlock isn't it you know there's that yeah. or pulp that's the that's the best way it, it, there was a sense of danger about the EC comics there yeah. was also like a bullpen thing where they had all yeah. the same creators there you know they were in it to win it all together yeah. you're not just like oh it's oh I've, have you heard EC starting again oh I'll write a couple of four pages yeah. you know yeah. uh, but is this going to be um, I don't know. 
I guess I guess the stories will be a mix, won't they? There'll be a mix of modern tales with retro tales. That, you know, I not... guess. I mean, EC was reprints, pirate stories, there's space stories. Yeah. There's all sorts of things. Yeah. But yeah, will there be a reprint? That's what was interesting to say. I mean, to me, this doesn't count as a reboot. It's not a reboot. You can't reboot something from the forties yeah. and fifties. It's, it's, no. it's impossible because you can't reproduce it. Unless Literally they're doing it on pulp paper with the fucking yeah. same old lettering that they used. Yeah. I mean, they're their own lettering style. You know, remember, I bought the lettering machine they yeah. used as a yeah. present. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird cash-in on a name that, like, how many, how, what percentage of comic readers know who, who are That's what I was going to say, man. Like, yeah. only you're kind of using this as for the name for kind of clout and to draw kind of like a thing, like a brand thing. But, like, how many is that fucking going to key into? Is it really worth doing that? But then, again, so if you come in it to a brand new kind of, horror anthology I, I don't know if that had any weight either it's yeah because if you said oh, we're doing another horror anthology it's like okay well there's loads of loads of I was, I was on another i was on another message board um last week when they were talking about this and someone who's a big horror fan on that message board was going i'm going to say who i think is going to be good in this and half of them were so he did like name yes name nah name nah you know and there's a lot of there's a lot of no's in there okay you know I mean, who yeah. really thinks they're Johnny Craig? Who really thinks they're Al Williamson? Who re- you know, who really thinks they're Wally Wood? Yeah. They ain't got that yeah. talent. Yeah. That ain't I, out there. I also, um, I guess another one of my fears is, um, oh, this is going to sound really grumpy now, but like the, the, the messaging. Do you know what I mean? You, you, can, you, can tell, you can tell a short horror story that, that says something. You totally can. You know, uh, you know, as well as it being entertainment, it could have a point. It could make you think. Um, but four pages are being preached at ain't going to work. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Is that kind of massively? And I, I, yeah, and I feel who, who's who on that list is prepared to take a chance. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if it was some of the, you know, Jay Oliveira or um, Hellbound Media, I'd say God, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, they'd take a chance. Yeah, yeah, but not God bless them, not christopher campwell for fuck's sake yeah i guess because they kind of like they they want other gigs so they can't really go for it because otherwise yeah reflect badly on them getting other work so oh you did that oh yeah i mean mean, the way i backseat publishing as all as we all do i think all comics fans do in their own way don't they oh i'd like to see it like this if it was me i'd do it like this i you know i totally make it feel like a real fun retro thing um if i was to do something like this have do a year like six issues you know sort of bi-monthly do six issues of each title but have them sort of each of those issues be oversized make them a bit more of a format that's like a celebration you know and have the stories be sort of retro pulpy lean into you know what they're covering because essentially this comic is a cover isn't it if we compare it to music you're covering a famous band mm. that's what this is yeah. doing yeah uh, and if you don't if you don't do it the same way it will come across like that so you know i hope for the best as we always do also um, can i just say this with a massive question mark on the end of it only I, that's that yeah. surprised me that surprised me I mean, they do but, ghost dog and fucking you know what i mean it's like yeah that's but a strange play, one. Fair play if they're trying something different. Who you know? Yeah, they've got like a new imprint. Going it's different because yeah. the reader reader sensibilities are also completely different now. I mean, we, there's a large portion of people who will enjoy kind of like those original comics, but there's a lot maybe that wouldn't. And yeah, are you going to tell it in the modern voice? Are you going to tell it in the retro voice? Can you ever do that? It's I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to proofs in the pudding, but yeah. like it won't I, be. I've seen well, we we've all seen some wonderful sort of small press and indie people that do things in the style of those old comics, and I'll even do ads and they'll do everything like that in that sort of style, won't it? It'll look like it came from the fifties or forties or something. I'd love that to be part of this. Do you know what I mean? Make it feel like it's an old yeah. old book. I don't think this is going to do that. Um, but and well. I guess there well, won't be there won't be a crypt keeper or anything like that, will it? Like, from a personal crypt. perspective, we we'll did a horror that, host. You know, we did that maybe. grim, scary tales, and it's only the cover that slightly kind of harks back to the older horror comics. But really, it's just you're telling four, five, six, seven page horror stories. And but what you got for me, Dan, on that is grim, scary tales. Immediately, the the banner says it all. That that, yeah, it's, that it's, feels there it is. I got my copy through the post this week. I mean, that's that's an easy homage, isn't yeah. it? That's yeah. an easy homage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we're not trying to pitch it for anything that isn't. It's not like, and the two titles on this list, the the, the famous classics from EC, Weird Science and Tales from the Crypt. That was your two, wasn't it? That's kind of what they're. If these are, if these two new books are new versions of that, should we say? Mm. If we go really boil it down to basics, um, I guess Crawl Universe is is the new Weird Science. And what was the other one? Epitaph from the Abyss is the new Tales from the Crypt. Come on, I do not like either name. No, I don't either. This is the Vault, this, Vault of Horror, The Haunt of Fear. You know, yeah. stuff it's like that that EC were putting like out. It's just... Yeah. It's gotta be Man, I went through all those different titles of alliteration, like trying to get a punchy title. It's Two Fisted Tales, Frontline Combat. You know, this is just it's just descriptive. What they've gone I mean, through is a bit wordy. Yeah. Yeah, was I mean, it Epitaph? I can't you've just said ep- it and I can't ep- remember. Epitaphs it is. of the Abyss. Fuck um, that man. Um also uh, the logo. epitaphs of the abyss i don't even know what that means <laughs> i know i know that one doesn't you you need i think i approached you guys for some names and i think yeah. it might have been you vince to come up with grin scary tales i think yeah because you just you just, start throwing, you, just you, start you did tome of terror there was you, loads. you ignored yeah. mine which one was your tea boobs, boobs. <laughs> i think that's certain majesty to it but yeah not, think, not quite it, right for the horror it's a classic it's a classic <laughs> yeah. i think boobs, boobs. of terror but that'd know, be good boobs. yeah it, it, by by trying to it, it would have we, been tits of terror surely with, with oh the, yes now we're talking yeah. I'd, I'd these, write for that <laughs> T.O.T um, <laughs> by trying to create something original they've created something forgettable epitaphs from the abyss you had to look at the screen I just I saw did, you then. I fucking <laughs> did yeah because in my head all I can think of is Tales from the Crypt Tales yeah. from the Crypt epitaphs oh, horror. Of evil. yeah Epitaphs from the Abyss sounds like a terrible, you know, it's just, yeah. I mean, the thing is, they were quite well known for having one word titles as well, EC. You had Panic, Piracy, Impact, Valor. You know, they had those as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Master Race, I think, was in Impact, actually. This is the big story. I had to look up the the, the dictionary definition because I was like struggling a bit there. A phrase or form of words written in memory of a person who has died, especially an inscription on a tombstone. So, in, the ab- in the abyss so it's something it, it's the name of something that will never be remembered it's in an abyss um, okay. well, how yeah, do you see universe. it then yeah yeah yep. uh cruel universe um is a better name but for me that is the name of a story title not a comic title yeah or yeah. not a comic like this it would probably be you know i can imagine that's i mean i quite It'd like be the same thing as the universe the, the, the of terror en- something like that yeah, you know, the, the yeah. energon universe and you've got the yeah. titles within yeah. it but not it's not a comic of even, even i think strange universe 
you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. because I think the science stuff leans more into that yeah. weird, strange, and then you want words like terror, fear for the horror type things. I think we're doing we're doing again what we do all the time, and that's we're giving these publishing companies credit <laughs> for being fucking. Yeah. I think you're fine, Tony. I came up with it first. Uh, <laughs> Back yeah, to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having sat sat a number of meetings <laughs> at a number of different comic companies, I can tell you there's some people there who, again, couldn't Chris, run a bath. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing I will say. Um, I mean, I absolutely love Greg Smallwood's work, and he's got a, he's got a covered on the Crawl Universe. His artwork on that looks great because his but artwork. But it's not an EC cover. It's a much no. more. It's much more painted. It's like a Warren magazine cover to me. Yeah, it yeah. feels like um, well, totally the the you know those creepy omnibuses. creepy and eerie. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally that rather than see that's people get massively confused between Warren and EC. They sometimes yeah. they think it's the same thing and it's not. Yeah. Again, um, like the audience that what they're going for audience wise, would they even recognise either one? I almost think they're that. better off just trying to get a movie. Um, series like you know the vhs movie horror series or something like that which more people are going to click onto you know even oh there's not final destinations too old but something similar to that you know yeah yeah we'll um we'll finish this one off um with the last bit in this article which is a quote which is um from um well the actual sort of people some of the people involved um as my father william gaines said only in the bounds of good taste and I'm so excited to exhibit EC's good taste with Only Press, oh gosh, geez, that's cheesy, isn't it? who have distinguished themselves with both an award-winning library of comics and graphic novels and a passionate understanding of EC's singular role in shaping comics history, said Kathy Gaines Mifsud in a statement. 70 years ago, EC Comics redefined what comics could be with shocking, confrontational and brilliantly crafted stories that challenged the existential issues at the centre of American life. Censorship, <laughs> racism, sexism, nuclear, oh, brilliant. More stuff. nuclear proliferation and more. Today, those battles continue in alarming and pernicious new ways, said Han. <laughs> the, the, the source on this is amazing. So, mm. <laughs> what better time to resurrect the undying spirit of EC Comics? One of the most entertaining, subversive and influential publishers of all time, <laughs> with an all-star cast of storytellers to examine today's society through the lens that William Gaines and his legendary collaborators, collaborators have left us. That's a statement that says a lot and also doesn't really say too much, does it? Yes, I'm it's a lot of stuff. zoned out in the middle of that yeah, one. Yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff yeah. it does say that just totally turns me off. I just, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. yeah. You, you um, think you've had a definitive take on this, but wait till you read this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So, it's um, a right all the plus, wrongs, reset all the ills. We all get on like house on fire after you fucking right. present your case. Yeah. As always, that's <laughs> been a miserable yeah, yeah. bastard there. But as as we did, um, as we said recently, a, f a few months ago, about another title from a from a publisher, I want the best from this. Oh, totally. Not, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I like this turns out to be EC Comics Two. I will not yeah. stop buying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, I hope those creators on the list um, surprise, entertain, blow, blow our minds, do do all of that because um, we need a. You know, these sort of comics need a shot in the arm. So mm. hopefully, this is this is the shot in the arm rather than an empty sugar fix that's just for marketing, which it currently, because of the way it's sort of all over loads of websites, kind of feels like a promo tour rather than. Yeah. So yeah. good luck. Good luck to them all. Good luck to them all. Next week, I'm bringing back um, Charles Dickens' book series, so I think that'll go down well with today's <laughs> youth. Huh. 
Canterbury um, Tales. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Nicholas Nickleby. <laughs> so um, before we move on, move on with the show, obviously I read a lot of that shamelessly from uh, from someone else's article. Um, yeah. We don't uh, get our original pit no, material, do we? No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, we're here to just basically read something, and then rant about it, and then hope that someone listens to us. Yeah, it works for everyone uh, else. Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly. a terror. Exactly. Um, Speaking of which, that brings us nicely round to my fucking subject. Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Subject, which is I forgot we had another one. Uh, comics journalism. Won't go on it too long, but yeah. Let's see if I can remember so, the, the kind of points of kind of. You're going about um, clickbait, weren't you? To a certain yeah. Moment. Essentially, we're kind of like, we're kind of locked in this spiral now, and I see a lot with comics journalism of the content of it doesn't matter so much as just getting people to click and interact with what you're putting up. You know, that's I feel the like there's a lot of AI of going on with clickbait yeah. as well. A lot of chat GPT kind of stuff. God, but, that's yeah. e- oh, that is everywhere. Mm. The the one I kind of like really savvy to nowadays is the rage bait stuff. Yeah. Like and it's kind of like, oh, this we'll put this up because p- people are interact with it. And they'll do something like, I think X actor should be uh the next Wolverine. And People are like no, 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 no. So arguing about it, but mm. it's content just to to elicit these reactions, and it's like, do we do we need this? Like, I mean, generally, it's everywhere. We've kind of yeah. I mean, we kind of know, always had it with the red tops in relation yeah. to stuff that wasn't comics, I guess. But yeah, um, the proliferation yeah. of it now is ridiculous. And like comic book journalism, if you go into any of the sites to try and read some stuff about it, mm. nine times out of ten, it's not about comics. And then it's this fucking pap. It's Was really it- just. My, my my big beef with comics journalism is is always one of two things. It's always everything is terrible, or everything is brilliant. Yeah, and it's neither. Yeah. You know, and you're not helping by publish by publishing either of those things. No, it's so much you more know? nuanced than yeah. Kind of that. There's, there's certain there's, in, there's, there's the industry are doing great, and certain they're doing really bad. That's it's, the terrible thing. I mean, you know, I've shamelessly put click clickbait titles on some of our episodes. <laughs> we do but, do it because it makes us laugh. Yeah, that yeah. does make us laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but also that fascinates me. You know that how this clickbait exists because it is a thing. There must you know there must be some someone reads something and goes, ah. Oh. I mean, yes, we click, we see, and then feel ashamed and just think, why the fuck yeah. did I do that? But we still clicked. Yeah. Why did we click? <laughs> I guess it's keying into that FOMO and kind of like wanted to see what the, yeah. the the story is behind the article. But I find just the content of the some of the stuff that's been put up is just so vapid and just yeah. yeah. I, I mean, think it uh, starts with porn. Oh, my theory is everything starts with porn. I it also it also ends. Yeah. It's the way we're all going to go out. Yeah, um, but it's like uh, oh, man delivers pizza and guess what happens next? You know, <laughs> oh, wonder what happens next. What, but it's like the same. What, been what, articles what recently. Next? Yeah, they don't eat pizza, I'll tell you that. They don't oh, finish that's, it. That's just a waste. That's a bit pizza. disappointing. A bit disappointing. <laughs> it's like when I went to see uh, train spotting and expected to see like a two hours of, of good quality trains. Train spot. Yeah. yeah. It's a load about a load of Scottish people taking drugs. I mean, yeah. And that man do, and that man doing a poo in the bed. Yeah. That's yeah. It's not not a classic train spotter's experience. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it is. It has accelerated though, isn't it? It's got worse yeah, and worse. Yeah, it's worse getting worse and worse. And it's terrible. You, I mean, I got unreasonably fucking excited when someone posted something about Harry, uh, angry rather. Someone posted something about the bloke who was playing Harry Potter is going to be the new Wolverine, mm. and I'm like, oh fuck, right off. Yeah. And then I think it was my agnet said, oh, it's CBR, mate. <laughs> Tony, don't, don't fucking yeah. like CBR screen yeah. rent. There's loads of it. Just like I, post up that I mean, shit. For me, in terms of um, you know what we champ try to champion, like in Indian small press, one of the things that has irked me, which I think we, we, we've spoken about many times before, is when you see these sites and articles that are saying, "Oh, here's this new book," or you know, "Here's here's an article about this," and they've just copied and pasted what someone has sent them in, in their bed and a press release they haven't I, mean, I do that when we do research for our, our recommends and stuff is it's the same paragraph yeah all over the internet yeah you know yeah. just yeah lo- on loads of sites and they've not bothered doing yeah it. yeah it's, it's it's i saw somebody talking about this week i can't remember who it was now on some angry youtube video where he said look it's come to it when like bleeding cool is almost the best source for stuff out there at the moment yeah but who else is there and he, Rich Johnson even said himself, he's not a journalist, he's a propagandist. And I hate to give him yeah, credit, he but he, he also says he doesn't do promo. I mean, to be fair, I think he may have started, but he he won't cut and paste promo, which I think, please, please don't cut and paste promo. Don't, yeah. I mean, if someone sends us something, we might read a bit of promo on the shouts, but if it's a comic, we, we apply ourselves to that comic. We don't just read out. Yeah, yeah man. I've, I've said when I've oh, I, I read out the Senate. synopsis a lot of the time, but that's yeah, basically that's fine. Yeah. That's at the start of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've uh, sent out like press release stuff, and then they've just had copied and pasted the press release for using every single image, yeah. and it's just like, and no one's big, what is the world gaining by this? I yeah, wonder. and yeah. also it does nothing for all of, um, the creators. Like, you know, there are lots of people out there, hardworking creators that are trying to craft these things to have all the right info hmm. and. And then they just see it, they get nothing from it. It's yeah. like, you know, you're trying to put this stuff out so it gets some traction. Whereas people are just, yeah, copy paste. Or they'll just fucking ignore it because that's, that's an uphill struggle by itself. Just for yeah. people to- The other thing that we, we've mentioned way before is like peeing into drama and online yeah. personalities arguing. Yeah. There's like, so and so said this about this character or this comic. And it's like, yeah. okay, yeah. No, well, I don't I care. Don't. I, do, I, actively, really... I actively ignore any article that includes screenshots of tweets in it. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's fucking the laziest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. screenshotting tweets and linking back to it, and, so, and then they said this. It's like it's just a stream of consciousness. It's yeah. It's, yeah. But there's a couple of articles I've read, and I was like, "What is the point of this? It's not bringing it forward anything. It's just kind of like go and have the same stuff. Just move on." It's with just it, the Ouroboros of arguing in an empty room, Twitter yeah. at the moment. Mm. I mean, I say, I say it regularly. Get off, get off social media, yeah. guys. It's not helping anyone. It's no, I'm still fucking on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, why no, you, you keep saying you're coming off, don't yeah. you? And then, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can follow us at the Awesome Pod and on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Awesome <laughs> Pod. Um, to be fair, all we really use our Twitter for is promoting this and what new comic we've got out. Really, mm. or, if we, or if we see a beautiful piece of art or some some positive comics positivity, retweet it. Because, or I know. do. To be fair, I do follow the Sooty and Sweep. Twitter yeah, account and that. I repost fair, that quite a lot. Fair, fair play. No, I'm Absolutely. a big, you know, I'm a fan of that. Absolutely really banging good. content. That's what the internet was made for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I mean, I, this is a segue. But it's it's stuff that brings joy. I'm fucking, you know, it's like let's read some stuff that get us excited about comics. Let's, you know, that's. I mean, one of the reasons that I stay on social media is if I scroll, I 
rarely post, but I'll scroll through waiting for that piece of art that's going to get me into another creator or discover and another the book. It becomes rarer. So- it does become. It's, yeah, rarer, in, it's but... more common on Instagram for me now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. There was a chap talking about a young creator talking about their book, and I said, like, send it over to me, and I've taken a look, and I'm going to get back to them with some feedback on, like, what I think they could improve on it because they've yet to release it. And there's a couple of things I say, try considering this or try doing that because what you're doing at the moment is fine, but you could do do it better and uh, I'll see how they react. I mean, if you send something for a bit of feedback. I mean, if you're asking for us to talk about your yeah. book, then we happy will talk to provide, about it. Happy to yeah, provide yeah. feedback. Be nice about it. But if it, you know, if the, the prime example of that man is always the blindness of Billy Scott. Where yeah. When it came to us, we said to Avery Hill, lettering's a bit small, guys. Yeah. And they went away and changed the lettering. And I thought, well, Fair glad, I'm glad, they're probably glad someone's pointed out to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't do that in a horrible way. We just did it because no. they're our mates. You know? no. Yeah. No. And the last thing you want, the last thing any independent creator, anyone wants to see, is for a book to go out and then they hear people saying, well, well this was a bit on this. And you'd be like, yeah. what the fuck? Although I did do my only ever one word review this week, didn't I? I sent it to you. <laughs> Remind me what the, re- the review... It just said, oh. your. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. Good one. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Mm. Yeah. Interesting stuff. But, um... <laughs> you can yeah, find, so I you don't can wanna... find that clickbaity review on... No. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to bang on too much about, like, uh, the journalism stuff, but I just find it really fucking... It, oh, sometimes man. it gets to me, man. I'm just like, oh, fuck's sake. I... Journalism, they seem to be not doing it for the ethics of journalism anymore. They just seem to be doing it to be in with the crowd, get free yeah. comics, be cool, get clicks to their website. You know, it's not what, what about I, applying yourself yeah, to journalism what anymore. I'd love to see, and th- this is this is a product that couldn't exist in the real world because there would be no market for it, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, um, sometimes you get like high-end magazines of things, like like um, Edge, which is a video game magazine, which is very much styled. You know, you look at that, you you you've probably seen it in WH Smith or yeah, like, yeah, man, you know, and that is a beautiful-looking magazine. It's sort of designed. Do you know what I mean? It goes beyond the whole. Here, you get free stuff with this. It's like yeah. their articles, big articles, interviews, and you know, I haven't read it for a long time, but that is about the medium. I would, yeah. I you know, I'd love a magazine. That would panel be. to panel used to be a bit like that, didn't it? I think. Yeah. It's like it's like sight and sound, but for comics is the way it, I look at it. Sight yeah. and sound is a proper applies themselves to things. Yeah. 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 And having a proper sort of interview that's a genuine like several pages and but not just, oh, let's talk about your new book, but talk about the medium, talk about you know, all of all of this and fascinating like highlights, you know, showcasing some veteran creators. And- I mean that's what we are trying to do. Has the magazine mm. moved on to like podcasts and youtube sh- shows and yeah yeah stuff like i mean i would have i would have said probably 10 years ago maybe that you know that sort of magazine and online articles are best for it but as we've just talked about it's, yeah it's not anymore do you know what i mean you know and is there a place for like, brain is yeah is there a place and i don't think there is for like a, a website for instance an online magazine to be that in depth you know could you could you do it could you do could you maybe not crowdfund but could you do a like a patreon for running a high-end journalist comic scene try it don't they i think comic scene yeah 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 it'd be nice yeah but also then i mean 
all, all, for all the will in the world to create the thing, but then you've got to get it out in the world. And as we yeah, it's the marketing two-thirds of the fucking battle. It's the quote that I attributed to Kavan Scott, and I don't think he remembered saying it, but so it may have been someone else, but it's um, podcast of the new fanzine. Yeah. In a way. Mm. Yeah, in a way, not completely, because yeah. you can actually yeah. see things in a fanzine, but you yeah. can't in podcasts, but yeah. Yeah, totally. Interesting right. times, as always. Yes. And uh, yeah. We got a little bit moany, a little bit ranty, but. We know, did, didn't we? Yeah. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> but now. I'm still on my, my scale of 1 to 100. I'm, I'm about 10 now. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Man, always. like, yeah, you, we didn't dial it up at all in this episode. Like, no, I mean, what I was talking about earlier, but I'm never oh, right. at zero. Do you remember when yeah, I said yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Never yeah. at zero, mate. Never. Really? Yeah. What, I'm always you... good to go. It's always blood in the sausage. You clap your hands twice. I'll be ready now. I'll tell you now. <laughs> I ain't clapping. <laughs> why, Dan? Why did you say that? <laughs> I thought that was like a kind of a challenge, as it were. And uh, uh, I was, it's like, is it? Is it when I was Zachary, say I wasn't going to rise to the challenge. Is it Zach and Mary get married, and uh, so, uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob goes, "Watch this! Not touching it! Not touching it! Look at it! Look! It's going up!" Do you remember? Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think you should maybe text me tomorrow. Just say. Because I'm on a long drive tomorrow. Clap, clap. Where are you? Okay. One to a hundred. What yeah, well, number? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh... never zero, my friend. I mean, I, th- I think you are. I could be asleep and it wouldn't you, be zero. You, you do want to clarify that, Tanny? Are you just talking to us because you know an awful lot of people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone who's got my phone number, text me <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I've got, I've got the Irish lady on my sat nav voice. So text from Vincenzo Hunt. What number, mate? <laughs> what does it say when i send you an emoji uh it it does describe what the emoji is no, really because okay. i've got I, the I, irish lady because it's the same as the um the lady in the iron man armor she's irish isn't she nice yeah yeah so you got eggplant splashing water because i remember um <laughs> i remember i i rinsed you once when you were in the car with your son and i was sending you emojis i can't remember what it was now <laughs> but... uh, yeah <laughs> on the wind up <laughs> yeah well, when I'm sitting in the car, because I knew it, it would up, be said out loud. <laughs> when I when I got the message, she goes, "Another message from ACP Sexy," which is our <laughs> little chat group. Yeah. <laughs> ACP, you got any uh, podcasts locked in for uh, the drive to um, Earth Two? Yeah, I've got Earth Two. Uh, I've got the new V Vendetta Mega City Book Club ready to go. Um, EOC, I've done all the EOC ones actually. There's uh, everything comes back to 2018. I'm listening to the, the second part of that, the Pat interview. Um, wow, fantastic. Yeah, a few. Yeah, I'm doing nice. all right. I've got a few. Yeah. Wow. What else do we have to shout out, gents? Ooh. Uh I've only got a couple. So Slacker Cole Henley, that's not a relationship, but that's not a description of his personality. He is on the Slack. <laughs> uh Cole Henley, he's he's raising money for a local hospice. If you find him on Slack or you can find him on X at Cole007, he'll do you a Star Wars sketch if you can prove that you've donated over a certain amount to um the charity, which you'll find on his um Oh, yeah, awesome. X That's great. On the Slack. Um, it, I donated some money. He's doing a Star Wars sketch. He does, I showed you this, didn't I, guys? I showed you this. I donated some money, and he said, do you want a sketch? I said, I don't really like Star Wars. Don't worry about it. I'll just donate some money. And he sent me a sketch through the post. I said, who's this from? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a picture of a, a decapitated arm doing that. And it oh, says, yeah, Star, so, so, Star yeah. Wars doesn't like you either. <laughs> He's written on it. <laughs> How good is that? I I'm not big enough Star Wars nerd to know the name of that alien that gets his arm chopped off by Obi-Wan No, me Kenobi. neither. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, and then my only other one is thanks to everyone who bought a copy of Cockney Kung Fu. Profits have now been sent off to Mind 
um, big thank you everyone so the, uh, the after the artist the print costs and the designer paul sausage and nick prolix the um everything else has gone to mind so there you go the, the mighty prolix has picked up the pen again i know i've just seen that he's got another yeah. comic he's sort of diary comic thing he's doing isn't he yeah yeah it's kind of like the old the old gunslinger slapping on the tool belt <laughs> yeah. and it's like still fucking sharp as ever man yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. good to see that good to see that what um shout out you got down <clears throat> lawless 2024 uh 25th 26th of may massive guest list go check that one out we've got clockwork werewolves gothic steampunk horror classic horror meets the steampunk style as paranormal investigator faces the clockwork werewolves and that's from our friends uh hellbound media yeah oh nice yeah. So I didn't know that was going. We've got about eight days to go. They've sailed past their goal. Go check that one out. They know what they're We've doing. Got... They're so yeah. good. The think. Pleasant Life comic series uh, by Adam Talley. Uh, an indie comic series is about nerds, relationships, and finding your place in uh, the world. So that needs a little bit of love on the Kickstarter. We've got uh, from Shane Chebsney. Uh, fully Loaded by Jimmy Broxton. There Goes the Future. Blade Runner meets Sin City in a neo-noir cyberpunk crime thriller. Art to die for, a story to kill for, and a shattering finale you wouldn't see coming in a hundred years. And got a quote from Mark Millar. Do you want to hear it? Holy shit, this looks incredible. So <laughs> that's uh, screened past his total. Uh, and uh, it's got 26 days left. So that's on Zoop. So go check it out. Zoop, oh, okay. Fully Loaded cool. on Zoop. Uh, they've got an absolute bunch of stuff in there looks fantastic uh we've got the guys with great power comes little to no responsibility the guys is the funniest swears comic called the guys you'll ever read uh again that's heading towards his target we're gonna have two weeks on that one and lastly but not least we've got from dave hingley uh windbreaker a spy comedy comic for all ages a a432 page full color all ages comic featuring john sterling special agent of snoop is that out now is it no, it's yet to release, so you can do that landing page thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Saved. Cool. And uh, that's all for me for the shouts. Well done. Nice. Time to got recommend some. <laughs> got through it. Well done, Dave. <laughs> Proud of you. Yeah. I did that to some bloke at work. I don't. I've told you this. You met. You've met Johnny T's mate, haven't you? You yeah. remember Johnny T's mate? Yes. I was sat next to him once, and he was doing something for me, and I went, "I'm proud of you, Johnny T's mate." And he went, <laughs> "Really?" And every time I see him, he goes. Do you remember that time you told me how proud you were? Proud. Okay. Yeah, I do, and I still am. Say something about being proud now. What do you mean? <laughs> proud like a man's member. Don't want to what? give you ideas. Sorry, that's his Alan Partridge. <laughs> 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 it's uh, the Christmas some, special when he's uh, got fa- the Fanny, whatever her name is, on there. At some point during the show, there is bound to be an it's Alan Partridge, Partridge reference. reference. Yeah. And as always, there's the second bound... one we sorted out monkeys playing tennis earlier, didn't we? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And there is also bound to be a recommendations section of the show. So, without further ado, Tony, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, my first one: Night Cruising by Harry Nordlinger, Night published by Floating. Cruising. Sorry. Published by Floating World Comics. Actually, very reasonably priced, six pounds. It's all right. That's good for six pounds. Slightly oversized. Oh man, that's oh, great. Right. Yeah, 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 six pounds. Love good. Um. Yeah, I got, I got mine in gosh. This now, I was going to say, this reminds me of the old days of underground comics when they felt a little more dangerous back then. And this is um, a lost knight in a dangerous place with an unlikable character and despicable character in, in many ways. Um, nice two color split screen, 70s feeling cool cover. Um, and the back with the back of a Pontiac and the view of the sort of nighttime. LA freeways from overhead from like That's a helicopter view, yeah. which I really liked, sort of spaghetti junction thing. 
it opens on um, that overhead view inside as well in the freeways of California and it drills slowly down slowly down into an overhead view of a car driving at night along a suburban suburban just you know residential houses road and um and then it pulls up at a house and a pretty blonde girl gets out and she thanks the driver for a night for taking her to the cinema and he's a sort of typical black leather jacket sunglasses at night long blonde hair and his name's Ricky and they seems to they seem to have had a, like a nice night and then in a three in a in a single page three panel like a horizontal panel he takes his sunglasses off and he winks at her and you think this dude's fucking wrong and this dude's wrong and okay yeah. <laughs> and um sure enough rick uh rooms off as the sound effect says to the bad side of town immediately picks up a prostitute prostitute gets in um who looks remarkably like the girl he's just dropped off actually funny enough and she says what do you want to do what are you into and he says i'm into chain fighting i don't know what chain fighting is do you is that i think i don't know what chain I fighting is presume grab a chain and fight people with it i guess yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and they cruise around great. a bit. yeah i'll do it <laughs> here we go at the weekends they cruise around a bit and ricky complains about a headache he had because he got hit across the head with a baseball bat at one point and they pull up at this all-night diner and he says uh he tells the hooker to stay in the car and he goes in the diner and he meets this old bloke and they begin because ricky's you he's becoming more and more despicable we realize he's this horrific person you know and this old bloke starts telling about how he, he kicked he he, he he i think he might have killed this gay dude watch his teeth fly out and all this sort of thing you think where's this where's this fucking going and then um he says i got you what you wanted he lays on the table three polar they look like polaroids of a disembodied dismembered girl with all of her guts hanging out and ricky's going like fucking hell these are brilliant where'd you get that from and uh and honestly that's nothing for this comic it just gets worse and worse it just it it gets in it we get um lsd use uh, shotguns, home invasions, um, but it's not overcomplicated. It's just this like night that just gets worse and worse and worse. And you watch this guy called Ricky just become fucking this horri- horrific sort of almost demon of a bloke who just goes on an absolute bender after taking this girl home, and then it just gets worse and worse. Um, yeah. Dirtily refreshing. I've I've written here. It's like I'm almost... interested to know how it plays out, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone who might pick it up. So yeah, tell me after the show. It doesn't. It doesn't end well for everyone. I'll be honest with you. I'm just trying to look through the last pages. I mean, that that's the last page. So it has. There's a poetry to it. You know, we go okay. back to that. Yeah, again. back to um, back to the sort of motorway. Um, but it's, there's there's um, I've written my note here. It's like stray bullets on meth. That's the, that's how I've described it. Quite an experience. I recommend you follow um, Harry on Instagram at Harry Nordlinger. Uh, he's a San Francisco based comic maker. And currently, he's posting these fucking really weird black and white Simpsons comics called uh, just just strange, dark, strange called Shadows Over Springfield. And one of them has got Homer sort of just wandering about in this black and white, wandering about in his house, looking weird. And then he walks out of the kitchen, and you realise hanging in the kitchen is a noose. And so that's it's just like this is how they should be. This is how they I, I want them to be. I was um, you, wondering how much parody you can get away with because, like, I saw that comic on Twitter. Like, Alfred shags his way through the DCU. Yeah, and it's like, I, I don't. What's the legalities here? Like, isn't that a DC comic? No, no, no. Okay, no. But I want to read it. 
Yeah. So it can't be a DC comic. I mean, there's a lot of um, uh, bootleg comics out there at the moment. It's quite a thing. You know. Yeah, okay. There's a Ghost Rider I got the other day. Eddie gave me this. Um, you only got to look at Josh Bayer's ROM comics. There's like that Batman one, you know, where he's wanking, that one. Yeah. There's a lot of bootleg comics out there using these characters. So I can only guess they, they haven't got the time or the money or the ability or the people to go after these people. This the is yeah. this get a popular character and have them doing something like degenerate behavior and then well, you can uh, just fucking uh, print money, me, which yeah. is fine. I don't care. Yeah, I'm game. I'll do it. <laughs> but I did that it's whole parody copy, thing. didn't I? Yeah. yeah, it's that whole parody but yours thing, was, isn't it? Yours was a legit comic. Tea. Yeah, we, we tried to keep in the me and uh, Dave Brown tried to keep in the sense of it. Big shout out to Dave, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, you can go over to vacuumdecay.com and have a look at some of his other titles. Um, or you can, yeah, the uh, Shadows Over Springfield is um, the OA, the original art for that is available on there as well. And it's fucking dark. Oh, Homer hanging himself. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I mean, I, I almost feel like Simpsons is everything has been done around the Simpsons. It's mm-hmm. done, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the days are gone when I would watch an episode. If I see it, it's on, I like flip to the next channel. It's just, you know, every toy, every fucking possible thing that could be done with The Simpsons. There's got to be Simpsons porn out there. You know, oh. it's been done. But this just, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, so go, oh. and look, go and look him up on Instagram. So again, it's Harry Nordlinger. You find him on Instagram. It's good stuff. Yeah. They got I had my idea stuff. for my He-Man comic. No, oh, yeah. Where He-Man and Skeletor, like, they're, they're gym buddies, and they, they go to the gym together, like, in the morning, and they're like, Talking like mates, I'm getting I'll get a problem with Teela, whatever. And they're spotting each other and doing all work. And then it, he's like, I'll see you later, Skeletor. Yeah, see you later, here, man. And then it cuts to them having like just a generic battle in Eternia. And it's their kind of their life as their gym bros on the on the time off. When they get to sort of scrap it up, they they play up the He-Man and Skeletor roles. But uh, so, right. again, another just fucking comic. Yeah, yeah another yeah. fucking comic I'm never going to be able to get down to. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I mean, honestly, I do stuff like that because you've only got to look at stuff like the the cats comic. Do you remember we loved that? Yeah, yeah the yeah. cats movie, cats bumhole, whatever it was. Oh yeah, edit. Matt Simmons works. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. he keeps on putting out some fucking bangers, Matt. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Following on Instagram, I can't quite remember his Instagram handle, but if you search up Matt Simmons. He definitely is, follows is it. Share, is it share? Is share freak? On share that? freak. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, I like his stuff. He, he messages this week actually. From yeah. 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 Good stuff. Who's next? Okay. Uh, I'll jump in next. Just a quick yeah. one. Uh, my issue one is one that uh, Tony mentioned uh, a couple of times on the show, I think, in the past. Uh, I finally got around to reading issue one, which then led to the next three issues being read of Vampire State Building. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, this is Ablaze Comics, which is another publisher that I, I always I always get them in AWA kind of mixed Yeah, me up. too, massively. Yeah, so Ablaze are the people who do a lot of European stuff. They did the Sumerian yes, book that's as well. Where, yeah, that's what I know them from yeah mm. um this is the writers are Ange and patrick renault uh the interior artist charlie adlard who some of you may have heard of colorist sebastian gerard uh editor rich young and uh jean vaquette or vaquette this seems to be a guy quite a few sort of i don't want to i don't wanna presume but i think maybe some french creators there possibly um okay. but this is um i mean I've wanted to read this for a while anyway, purely because the name is epically simple. We were talking about some brilliant drop-the-mic sort of pitches. You say Vampire State Building, and I'm like, right, okay, I'm reading it, I'm watching it, 
Um, yeah, and that's, that is what it is as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's totally yeah. what it is. Because um, as it says in this synopsis, that I'm just going to uh, click Beatty and uh, just read word for word <laughs> verbatim. Um, it's <laughs> rich. Get ready to be bitten from the f- first full color page. Terry Fisher is a young soldier on the verge of being sent away for active military duty. He's going to meet his friends at the top of the Empire State Building for a farewell party. But suddenly, a legion of vampires attacks the skyscraper and massacres its occupants. How in the 102 floors that have become a deadly trap. Terry must make decisive action to save himself and his friends and the city of New York before the army of abominations and the terrible vampire god within walled in the building since its construction spill into the city. Um, which kind of tells you everything. I mean, I read it without knowing any of that, so sorry if it spoiled anything for you. Um, but this is... Um, this is a, a, a like a just a mashup of lots of things that are kind of like you, you know you've got that uh, that classic trapped in a in one die particular yeah, yeah you got that you got that die hard um, you know assault on precinct thirteen you know that sort of um, all of those trapped within a certain place with the monsters aliens just, there's so many different things going on um, but also I see elements of the strain because there's a bigger there is a bit of a bigger story with the vampire god in the background um basically on the i think it's the 75th floor of the building there is a floor where they've un- there's like a, a pit one of the structures is they found is there was something in it there was like a, a metal door within it and uh it's about to be opened and of course then vampires get in the building and it just all kicks off from there um and it gave me I mean, it is just... It's popcorn comics, isn't it, Tony? You can yeah, just, yeah, It's yeah. Easy, easy to read. Good, fun read. It, it did yeah. take... It did, uh, the first, like, ten or so pages of, like, character establishment were a little bit slow to begin with. Um, once it picks up speed, it gets going. One of the problems I had with the beginning is some of that character establishment is redundant because of what happens to some of those characters within the... In those first ten pages, you get introduced to a lot of characters <laughs> who are immediately fodder. Immediately, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just sort of like you got to kind of build oh, them up to knock them down. Yeah, kind of thing. But 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 there was a sense of like, oh, so they're gone then. Do you know what I mean? Okay. There's yeah. you know dramatically there's no you know they they don't really go out in a certain way. But the the story builds and builds and builds to the point where I was like, how are they getting out of this? And that that's a, that's a good sign that it's going in the right direction. Um, yeah, Adlard's work in this. Everyone, we're so used to him from a certain book that will go unnamed. Um, but he's coloured in this, and the it colors... feels like tighter as well. His artwork yeah. feels a bit tighter for me. Yeah, maybe he's yeah. drawn it to suit colour, which is what he wasn't I th- doing. I, th- I yeah. think, yeah, you know. I think so. And there's the colour as well throughout the book, because um, a lot of it is also based around times of day. And just the lighting and the effect, like the sun going up and the sun going down, and the colorist is a wonderful sort of because color adds so much tension to a horror story, doesn't it? And action and like you know these yeah. different tones. Um, so yeah, just completely on point. A very, um, I must say, going into it, I had part of me thought, is this just going to be another sort of thirty days a night rip off? Does that make sense? It's like, are, yeah, we, yeah. are we just going to be playing that record that indie comics has been doing for a little while? This does something a bit different, I will say. The actual sort of design of the vampires, it's weird. Like, how Adlard draws them. Like, sometimes you don't just see their teeth. It's just, it's almost like their mouth is sort of torn. It's hard to explain, but um, the sort of thing that can only be done in comics, which is why 
I really like it. You know, there's nothing it groundbreaking in it, but it's no. just well no. well executed, isn't it? Yeah, I think, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of what I, what I wanted. So, and I, I think, by certainly by issue two, it, it, it builds up um, to the point of it kicks off around, I think, the th- uh, two thirds of the way through the first issue. Yeah, and once it does that. It continues that pace for the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, um, it almost took longer to kick off than I thought it would for a short, as it shorty series. I think. Yeah. 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 But there Where are. Did some, you read this, V? Uh, this I read this on Global it's on Comics. Comics. Oh Global wow! Comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a really cool thing I like. It's a bit of a spoiler for later on um, in in the book, um, but they <laughs> they replace all the water in the sprinklers in the Empire State Building with gasoline okay that is because that's a fascinating tension piece because you understand why they're doing it from the outside because you do have the characters surviving inside and you have the fire department and the police and everything trying to figure out to deal with what is is essentially it's almost got has that feel of like a like a hostage situation like a terrorist taker you know that's like they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in there um so there's lots of different layers to this you know part die hard part Fucking aliens, all kinds of stuff. Vampire State Building is well worth checking out if you if you just want. It's a quick read as well. Once it gets going, really quick read. So yeah, high recommendation for me. Cool. So there you go, uh, Dan. What have you sounds got? great. I've got Skull Masher, which I found on uh, Rebel Comics. I saw the cover and I was like, I'm gonna have some of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, written by Jason G. Michael Makowski, I think. Uh, Chuck Malley letterer and Sebastian Sala is the artist. Uh, it's kind of reminds me a bit Sin City-esque. I'll read you the description. It's uh, it's a free one on Global Comics, so even if you're not got a paid subscription, you can actually read it on there. All hell breaks loose in Granite City when Skull Masher goes on a revenge-fueled rampage looking for the corrupt boxing promoter who cost him his championship belt. The Everhill boxer finds himself behind the eight ball when he comes face-to-face with ninjas, robots, and the new heavyweight champion, Harry Hellthrower. Will Skull Masher defy the odds and regain his title? Will he learn there's more to life than being a champ? See, I went into it and I didn't read that synopsis. So when like robots and ninjas turned up, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but it starts off with kind of like the, the main character, uh, who is Skull Masher. He doesn't become Skull Masher until a fair way into the book. It starts off like a kind of a, a, a prison, uh, drama where he, yeah, he gets he gets paid to to make, to take a dive in a in a fight in a boxing fight, and they've said, well, basically, the only reason you're here and got this fire is because we paid you, and it's like, no, I'm the champ, and he's not kind of the most intelligent fucking guy around, but he's an absolute fucking unit, and <laughs> he's called Skullmasher because he can make people's heads explode when he gives them a single punch of their brain. I've so just, it cuts. I've just seen yeah. the page. Dan, it cuts to where he's in the ring and he uppercuts like the, the guy he's supposed to take for and his head detonates <laughs> and then he's like he's put in prison it becomes a prison drama where he's sort of like all these people are coming at him and he's like I ain't taking a dive I'm a champ no one's can't fucking take that away from me and it sort of goes absolutely nuts in there when there's like there's a breakout that a, a young girl who's like an orphan who's like after the same crime boss says look now you can be a superhero and I'll be your sidekick. And he becomes the skull masher and starts hitting the streets and fighting. But, it's, but yeah, people dying all over the shop. It's very silly, very fun. I thought it was going to be more Sin City-esque, but that... Mm, the art's that great as well. Drops. I love, yeah. I love it's definitely art. playing on the noir stuff, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But it's got it's, uh, like an animated feel to it as well. The, 
the artwork it's great yeah i, I just blitzed through it i was like this is a real, this is quite real good, yeah. Yeah. i don't think the cover does it credit no i think you need to sort the cover out a bit because if if i knew that was what was inside it i'd be all over this but the cover is a little underwhelming it doesn't sell what the kind of the stuff you're going to be getting in the i know the insides are black and white but you a lot of insides of comics are black and white. You should you should have gone with the full color. Gone for like a crazy ass or, cover or, on or it, e- yeah. or even just have black and white, but the blood that's all over those gloves on the cover. Yeah, you know, do you yeah. mean you know leaning into that? And uh, like the main bad guy, one of his henchmen is a vill- like a robot he built out of the back of a comic book that he paid fifty cents for. All right, cool. <laughs> that's he's like one of his one of his henchmen. We do need does. to do a comic where the villains are sea monkeys, don't we? That'd be cool, wouldn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> or we he sent away for the Charles Atlas yeah. bodybuilding plan and become an absolute. That's been They've done. already done that. that. Luke yeah. Strode. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great plot line. Uh, yeah, I, I had a real fun read. So you can, even if you're not subscribed to Comic House, you can go and check this one out because I, I thought it was really fun. Great yeah, read. Great. Yeah, cool. Nice, Tony. Take us home. Uh, my second one is The Realist, Last Down Earth by Asaf Anuka. Yes. Um, I didn't realise that, mind you, how long we've been going now. You reckon you reviewed this about four or five years ago. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd forgotten you'd done this, mate. Apologies. Um, we'll no, no, no. More, pe- no more people will. Like, we've had some new listeners since then, and more people don't yeah, yeah, know this yeah. brilliant book. I know I put it on the on the um, the Slack, and I think the PSD was like, this is good. Um, so it's, by, it's produced over in this country by Arkea Entertainment. Um, I've described it as realism meets suburban surrealism. There's uh, there's a little bit of both in there. Uh, it's a collection from the weekly from of a weekly short autobiographics put out by the Israeli creator Asaf Hanukkah. Um, he's based in Tel Aviv, um, and there's also a BD translation. I've se- I, I'm sure I saw the cover at an Angoulême or maybe sent to us by Europe Comics or something like that. I'd sure I'd seen it so, for so many years. And I, I'm, a, I'm almost I'm ashamed of myself for not having read it because it is brilliant. I really, really enjoyed this. Um, the description on I found said that this, the Arkea version is two of the pre-existing French collections. So I know you said there's two Arkea collections. So I'm not sure what Global Comics have done, whether they put it all in right. one or or I've got to... I'm waiting for the second one to come out, if you see what I mean. Mm. Um before it was even in the the Bond SNA version, it was um, in the Israeli newspaper, the Calculist. Um, Hanukkah's probably better known in the world of animation because he worked on the Oscar-winning animation film Waltz with Bashir, if you remember that one. Um, again, it's another book that takes me back to the glory days of autobio comics this time, where the creator has a real, genuine voice. He's a flawed individual, um, he's and he's not afraid to say that, unlike a lot of autobio comics we see these mm. days. He's also a very idiosyncratic voice. Um, I'm going to compare him to a more reasonable version of Harvey Pekar, where Harvey Pekar was this like sweary, angry man, you know, who's prone to flights of fancy. I kind of, I kind of see him a little bit in that same. It would be in the same, the same shelf in the library for me, that sort of thing. Um, but okay. what he, <laughs> what he does is Asaf adds to the mix of the sort of toils and pitfalls of his married life with his family with these experimental and trippy surreal imagery that he uses throughout it. Um, for example, when he doesn't go well for him, when he tries to get a mortgage, his head becomes the um, cloud above a nuclear explosion. Um, and he's, it's the balance between this sort of surrealist, psych, almost uh, often psychedelic nightmare fuel, that, but also with him trying to babysit his kid, he's been a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he tries to balance his fancy life with his life as an animator and illustrator and sometimes teacher and it sometimes it seems almost um um fantastically a trial on him um for example he takes his car to be fixed in the garage as we all know they just what you go and they produce a hoover don't they to hoover out your wallet when you take a car in and uh <laughs> when they lift the bonnet of the car it's not an engine but it's um blood and guts spilling out yeah. from the engine block it's like really lovely full color like beautifully drawn beautifully colored um and um the, the mechanic is saying to him we did everything we could as if to say your car has died yeah. like it was a human being um we also get a little um tour around tel aviv and where people shop and there's a little bit of a cultural um uh, it, i learned something about shopping in israel for example um about this um we also see a real genuine life a real genuine emotional life of him as well and he's trying to support his family he's trying to keep working um and there's this beautiful page it's one of the ones i put on the slack where he just puts his face in to have a look at his son and the light from the hallway when he opens the door to make sure his son's okay in his room you see his shadow illuminated within the, the light into the room beautiful beautiful. I, I think he's one of the best artists out there yeah, I mean, since I've seen this book, like what he does, I mean, there, there's the wonderful autobio sort of strips that are like a one page. Yeah. But, um, and, and it's, I don't want to undersell this, but there are one pages that are deeply affecting. Yeah. Right? Because I think... it, 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 like you say, Tony, it highlights like a culture and a life that you, you're not aware of. Um, yeah. And he'll, you know, like it's almost political, there's political cartooning going on in yeah. there. But in a way that really sort of translates real emotional well. content as well. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of these single pages. Not you think, B, but there's a lot of single page. He uses a lot of single page splashes, um, yeah. which could almost be like New Yorker covers. Yeah, for some of yeah. them, you know that sort of thing. I'm going to show uh, Dan one right now. Carry on, Tony. As I do. As yeah. I do okay. This. Oh, what one you're showing? Yeah. I mean, oh, isn't that nice. Great? Yeah. That's yeah. Really stuff. nice. Um, there's a there is a poignancy. Uh, there's a there is everyone will go. Oh, Daniel Klaus. That's what everyone will go. But I think he's he's warmer. There's a coldness to Klaus's cartoons sometimes, and and ca ca um, a sharp coldness to a lot of Klaus's characters. But in this, there's more of a family man, more of a warmness to this in a different in a different way. Um, and he does pay homage to other comics. There's a great scene where he's it's, it's a strip throughout the page, and he's sort of describing how he he has to have all these skills to look after his son, who's like running around like a crazy kid, you know, terrible two sort of thing, and. Uh, he has all the powers of the Fantastic Four, so he has to be invisible. He has to have like Mister Fantastic's power to stretch and get things. Yeah. You know, it's just like this lovely little page of stuff. Um, is there's one bit where his wife leaves him by deleting an app on her phone that is his face, and I thought that's one of the cleverest things. You know, we live our lives in these in the devil's window, don't we? These totally, days. totally. You know, and to that's going to happen in the future. You're yeah. going to have an app on your phone that is your partner. You know, it's just, it's going to happen, isn't it? Really clever stuff. Um, it's a massive 10 out of 10 for me, this one. Yeah, yeah um, fantastic. Yeah, I need, to, I need to get the hardcovers for this one as well, like you got, V. Yeah, um, Big Arca read. Arkea does really good collected. Yeah, the, the Jodorowsky Cowboy um, Western books they did as well, which are also on the app, um, are great as well. Um, but you can just jump in and out of it. It's not as if yeah. you have to read it all. You can jump in and read pages here and there um and it's how you do autobio and like make it interesting yeah for fuck's sake yeah yeah that's my second one there you go guys yeah real, real that sounds, man that sounds awesome <coughs> there's real 
nice humour in there as well. And there's laugh yeah. out loud moments, and then all of a sudden, you'll just be like, "My God, wow!" Yeah, yeah. You learn something a bit about the culture as well. You know, yeah. 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 Comics can do so much. Yeah, man. And uh, great, great medium. Yeah, this show can only do so much the in the hour that in the time that we've got but we hope you have enjoyed this week's episode because we've enjoyed uh, getting the soapboxes out maybe um, starting discussions maybe uh, dropping the mic on a couple who knows but certainly there's some fantastic books for you to go forth into your week and read and recommend to others because that's how these books grow by gaining a we reputation we might have to start a bloody uh, global comics thread in the Slack, just so oh. people can drop recommends li uh, links in the, there. The Slack, can of course. Yeah, the Slack, once again, just a shout out to that. If you want to join uh, the Awesome Comments Podcast official Slack, I'm going to call it official because it, it is. It's weird saying official because it <laughs> makes us makes us sound like we're a company or something. We're just. I love it when people do like, like their Twitter account. This is my official Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we don't want to get we want to get that confused. Yeah, we're just three, we're just Gene three Roberts ding dongs. Official account. Yeah, we're just three <laughs> ding dongs who talk on a Sunday yeah. night uh, like, about comics. But no, um, the Slack um, group, join us. That sounds like I'm, I'm a pod person. Join but, uh, us. <laughs> but there's a wonderful community of people on there. And there's lots of other different ways you can get in touch with us as well to mm. talk about the show or what you want to hear further going forward. You can email us, awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. On X, we're at the Awesome Pod. And on Instagram, we're at awesomecomicspod. So follow us on there as we'll be um, shouting out just whether it's stuff we talked about on the show or stuff that you should be checking out. All about the positivity. Thank you for listening to us, whether it was on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Leave a nice review and yep. uh, just helps get the word out about the show. Algorithms and all that nonsense. I don't know how it all works. But really appreciate retweets and yeah. sharing. Shit. Telling just, your friends. Just spreading the word about the show. If you enjoyed uh, the, a particular week or episode, and it could be anything because it's not like we're a news show per se. But, you know, just tell your mates. And, and also, if they listen on Spotify, you can uh, leave a review on there as well. So uh, it helps get the word out about the show. And everything we talk about on a weekly basis. And if you listen to us on Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks are we on, Tony? On the other pod network, the uh, this is a public announcement. Um, the Erectile Dysfunction Group has been cancelled for this Tuesday. Nobody could come. <laughs> <laughs> I can look well, at the disgust on Vince's face when we do it like <laughs> it. In the yeah, it's nice. The next year. Yeah, just, an just letting everyone know. Yeah, oh well. Um, I mean, rise to the occasion. Perhaps we'll have to do screenshots of uh, what me and uh, what, what a couple of us. Fifteen. Like. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. But where can people find us online, etc.? Tony, uh, not at the dysfunctional no. penis group this week, as as previously discussed. Yeah, uh, never on anything. dot com. Nice. What level are you at the moment? Thirty five now. Cool. Damn, where can people find... I thought we went one to ten. Hold on. No, no, it's, it's one to hundred. One to hundred. Oh, yeah. okay. Where, where can yeah. people find you, Dan? You can find me on Twitter, AKX. <laughs> I love the fact <laughs> we can see him now and he's yeah. doing all this work. And he's doing you can hand, uh, read the handwork. Yeah. Vanguard <laughs> uh, at vanguardcomic.com. I'm currently updating issue 22 and I've uploaded the first 10, 11 on Global Comics. So you can, you can read it on there too. Nice. You've even had some money through. Yeah, man, the fucking money get for I can fucking retire on this. I'm yeah. looking forward to this. Nice, Tony. What level are you at now? 
43. Nice. <laughs> you can find me on social media at Jester Diablo. 48. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everyone, wherever you are in the world and where, whenever you listen to this. Uh, and if you're from another planet, welcome. Just uh, just wipe us all out because we don't deserve yeah. this place. Uh, do us now. <laughs> just absolutely do us. But, um, and read some of the comics that are left over. But wherever you are, <laughs> we hope you're happy, healthy, reading comics that make you happy making comics that make you happy and just sharing the love of comics because that's mm. how we keep the medium alive so for the last time this week from Dan, Tony and myself have a brilliant week read loads of comics make loads of comics and because they're on video they can actually hopefully <laughs> what do they do guys? Stay awesome! Stay awesome! Oh god right I'm at 52 full on show wow, wow. I, I shot up uh. You heard. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> See ya. I wave to the camera. Why there. did you wave? <laughs> Fucking hell, that is embarrassing. Yeah.